Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our T-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. Feel free to check out the video I did earlier today. It's uh, very personal, and it's got a deep message to it as well as lesson. And, of course, I talk about a lot of things that are I'm struggling with. So I wouldn't mind hearing some suggestions and advice in that video. I'm going to be talking about some more personal things. Um, I was just watching William Lane Craig and jumping between him and Kent Hovind and their uh, kind of sermons and all that. And uh, I myself, I don't know how some guys or women do that at all. The idea of standing behind a podium and just, or talking or whatever. I guess I could probably sit at a table like Kent does and, and talk about some of my views, but I just never been moved to be like a preacher or something like that. Um takes a, a special type of folks. I suppose some people watch my videos and figure, well, this guy talks about God and everything else under the sun, might as well. I guess I'm a lot different than some Christian people who are considered leaders, though, because I talk a lot about my vulnerabilities, my weaknesses, my flaws, and problems that I have. Um, as where when you watch other people, <laughs> especially preachers, they kind of have this thing going about them where you just don't feel like they got any real problems going on in their lives or something. They seem like they got everything covered. And where here I am, I'm just, uh, you know, the layman. Well, I've been finding myself in a bit of a issue for the last two years, and I'm not exactly sure what to do about it. My wife and I have grueled and debated and discussed this over and over, but we're not sure how to handle this. So here's our problem. Uh, our daughter is going to graduate very soon. She's going to be graduating from high school. And she's been getting a lot of offers to do colleges and all this kind of thing, but we don't have any money. We're not, like, financially well-off to be able to afford what these colleges are talking about. And then on the other hand, we have another issue where she doesn't even know what she really wants to be. She thought about doing being an artist for a little while there. Her and my son are very creative. They draw really well. My son, he, uh, from time to time, 
he he doesn't do it as often now because he works his countless hours he's constantly he's paying off his own home and he's already paid off his truck and everything like that but uh it's been very difficult because when he was living with us we didn't have the means to be able to get him a lot of the things we wanted to we were able to get him the necessities take care of food put a roof over his head and all that but most importantly just love our children and be there for them and they know full well that if they need to talk to about us that uh, talk with me or their mother about anything we are there for them we're a very tight-knit close family as far as family on the outside there's really nothing to be honest with you uh, my brother and i we um, we get along but we find ourselves at least every few months where we get into some kind of argument or aggravation and it just doesn't work out something goes wrong and then we spend some time away from each other or whatever and uh and so on and most likely it's because of my bipolar manic depression i have these times where i'm really positive i'm really happy and then other times i just want to be isolated i cut myself off from the world and so on so there's that i haven't got to talk to my sister for months she hasn't gotten a hold of me she asked me to go to her wedding uh, she's marrying a new guy. She ended up divorcing the father of her children. And I wanted to be there. It was uh, quite a distance away. I was concerned about um, how my agoraphobia would react to it. And uh, we've talked about my agoraphobia in the past. It's not something that just immediately lights up the moment I'm in a conflicting area or something that uh, can cause uh, the problems. It's kind of like spiders, I suppose, and people who have issues getting into elevators. It's like sometimes you're able to psychologically deal with it, and sometimes the anxiety doesn't kick in, but other days it's just absolutely impossible to deal with. It's weird. But with ever, whenever it comes to my daughter and my son, my son, whenever he graduated... He didn't want to jump into any kind of college. He didn't have any kind of set idea of what he was wanting to do. All he knew is that he he preferred getting a job, and he had seen that too many people who went to college ended up getting themselves into financial dire problems. A lot of these kids nowadays, they do real well in school, and then whenever they get to college, unless they have a scholarship or grants or something like that, they end up having to pay for the rest of their life. Well, my son said to hell with that nonsense. He figured I'll just get a job. And a couple of years before he graduated, he ended up working at restaurants. He ended up working at some different places. And one of the things that he discovered that he really liked was working in factories. He likes dealing with metal and welding. And, and uh, a lot of these different jobs pay good money. But he got screwed around a couple times because this whole COVID crap came out and they wanted him to have a test done every week. They started laying people off and uh, COVID just really caused a lot of employment issues for many people out there. So 
he found himself uh, basically bounced around. There were a couple times where he wasn't sure how he was going to be able to take care of his uh, his pain off his home with this going on. But nowadays, he's set up pretty good, works a lot of hours, ended up meeting a real pretty young lady, and they're getting along. Um, however, my daughter... She's living with us still. She's 19 years old. That's where he's in his 20s. She doesn't really know what she wants to be. She thought about being an artist. She thought about journalism. She thought about writing. She actually got published in a a book that has a bunch of images having to do with art by her school and with other kids. Uh, She ended up getting a prize and all that. And she's gotten several awards, but... She doesn't really know what she wants to do, and she's very, very close uh, to her mother and does not want to, like, go off some far distance where she doesn't get to see her mama. She's, my son and my daughter are definitely mama's children kind of thing. Uh, There's just sometimes where kids, they pick their mothers over their fathers and all that. I have a great relationship with my kids and all that, but I know that uh, their favorite is their mother. And I can understand that because she's my favorite wife in the whole wide world, the only one I ever had, but still. So even if she were to try to go to some kind of college, I don't even know what how we would financially do that. I didn't know what we would do for our son, but our son already had ideas where... There was one thing that he wanted to do, but I completely got all over him about it. And it caused a a decent rift with me and my son. It's not like we stopped loving each other or caring about each other, but I was totally against an idea that he came up with. He had thought about going into the military. And this was, whenever this was happening, Trump was still in office. And I believed that sooner or later... Before all this Ukraine and Russia, I was absolutely convinced, biblically, spiritually, and because I was following politics, which my son and daughter do not do, that sooner or later we would end up in some kind of ignorant war. And even if my son, when he started out his training, there wasn't nothing happening at the moment, I always figured, well, once you get in the military, you're going to be the first one called out to be involved in this crap. And uh, we've had family members in the past where they got involved in the military that my son doesn't even know. And I explained to him, I said, look, we got family members that have PTSD. We got family members that have been wounded, hurt, and all this. And I've seen people go through just absolute horrors in their life. So I didn't want my son involved in that. And I told him, please, son, don't do this. And at at the time, he thought, because there were so many problems in the world, he didn't think at that moment that he would be able to have the kind of life that he wanted. He wanted a really, really great job, lots of money, and basically do what it takes to survive in the world. But I I was against the military. Um, if he would have went in, I still would have loved him and cared about him. I would have understood, but I just didn't want my kid to be sent home in a box So I was against that. Uh, He got kind of upset with me a while back because these recruitment people called and 
I told them, look, you know, I'm not sending my son out to do that. And they tried to get all patriotic with me and tell me, you know, it's good that your son wants to protect the country. And I said, ah, our country doesn't need protection from anybody. Um, most of our country has its problems because of our own leaders, not because of what the hell's going on somewhere else off in a foreign land. I don't want my son over there shooting strangers and getting shot at by people because they feel like we're invading them. I don't want my son in that type of position. So, yeah. For anybody out there that's ever been in the military and you feel like some kind of pride or respect for yourself or your family members that have done that, don't think I'm against what you're doing or that I um, have some kind of hate against America or whatever. I just, I love you all too much and I don't want to see you die or suffer miserably emotionally, mentally, and spiritually because you're involved in something that is extremely devastating for the human mind and heart. So don't think I'm against you or something. It's mostly, my views are politically that um, it's politicians and leaders of countries who start these travesties and then they get our kids killed. And what does our kid get at the end of the day? A box forgotten by the country and then maybe a piece of metal given to your wife or girlfriend if you got one the hell with that nonsense is how i see it but here i am with my daughter now she doesn't have a car uh, and the reason why is one we're financially having a tough time and no this isn't some kind of video where i'm asking you to donate money or support or anything you could if you wanted to but it's more of a matter of what am I going to do now? I'm a father of two kids and I'm trying to figure things out. Me and my wife are trying to figure things out and we don't know what to do. She's not really in any kind of hurry to move out. That's where my son, he kind of wanted to, you know, take over the world. <laughs> but she just kind of likes to chill out and hang out. She doesn't want to go run off to something like that. And she doesn't have any idea what she would do with herself anyway. She loves school. She loves doing her homework. She doesn't have any discrepancies. Uh, she loves getting on her little laptop and doing assignments and projects and distractions and all this. And she also likes to watch TV. And she's just pretty much a laid-back kid. Well, actually, I should probably... I keep getting myself into trouble with this. I keep on referring to my children as babies or children, but they're actually, my daughter's a woman now, and my son is a, a full-grown man. So I keep on, every time I look at them, it's like, it's kind of like the way God looks at, at uh, people, where he sees, he sees you as an adult, but he also sees you in the womb and sees you at all these different periods of your life. That's how a father looks at their children. You know, you remember them whenever they were in the belly. You remember them whenever, you know, in the womb. You remember them whenever they were little, just learning how to walk and talk. And, and it's hard to, like, separate all that other stuff. And it's irritating for some kids. They're like, I'm not a baby anymore. Quit talking to me like I'm a child. You need to treat me like a man.
<laughs> my son isn't really all that rough about it, and neither is my uh, daughter. But I have seen some people out there that seem to have that problem. So, I don't know what to do. We had something pretty heinous happen to us recently. Um, as many of you know, one of the reasons why I started believing in God in the first place is because I was told years ago when my daughter was born, um, we were first told that she's most likely not going to make it by doctors. But she did. And they said, well, it's completely up to her at this point if she's going to be able to pull out of this. And then they said that even if she uh, pulls through and manages to be strong enough, that the condition that she had would disrupt her intellect and her ability to function they said that because of the meningitis and how it affected her and gave her hydrocephalus that she would probably be slow or something however after years of this condition and finding myself getting into the concept of god a lot of prayer and all this and people praying for her she is damn near 98 percent um like I said earlier, she got herself published, she gets prizes at school, and she's getting people sending her crap trying to get her to go to college. So she's she's physically and mentally uh, on her way to wherever direction she wants to go to. It's just a matter of finances, and it's a matter of goal orientation. What do you want to do with yourself? Now there is some there is some issue though. Um, although she's not slow and she's not uh, you know like physically uh, has issues that could stop her from doing anything she wants in the world, she's horrified at the idea of driving. She doesn't like this idea. We were, I, I don't know if some of you knew this, but because she had the conditions and the problems, it was expected. Uh, back in the time whenever this was going on, the government basically decided to send assistance to be able to help with her. But now that the government has checked her over, and they also adhere and confide that she is healthy and doesn't have the major issues anymore, they've decided that they wanted to remove every type of financial assistance that they helped. So this has made it even more difficult for us financially. This has made it to where it's difficult to get her a vehicle. It's made it difficult to um, even think of future type of goals for her because of this. And there is one, there is one issue. She has issue with one of her eyes where she can't see very well in it. She has kind of a, it's pretty close to blindness. Now, like I said, because I know some people are going to say, Brad, I thought you said she was healed. Not of everything. Just the things that could have killed her, the things that could have caused her intellectual issues and all that. But she still has uh, some problem spots in her eye. So she cannot see uh, some areas because of that one eye. So we're not sure... <sighs> She's scared to get in a car because she is afraid she won't be able to see, obviously, some of the road. And she doesn't want to be a danger to others as well as, uh, you know, herself. 
so we're not really sure what to do with that um and all the assistance that we were getting it's pretty much down to my income and i sell books i sell my merchandise i design websites and there's a bunch of other things i do but a lot of what i do is more of a I've kind of learned how to make money from home and doing what I do. So it's not a like a consistent thing. It's kind of like a client-by-client client basis of who wants me to do something for them. And unfortunately, a lot of the skills and the abilities I have are things that a lot of people nowadays are able to do that they couldn't do before. Like, for instance, designing websites. Well, they got so much software out there and so much technology that it makes it to where people could literally just start up a program and do a great deal of things on their own without any like college or any kind of classes for it. So this puts me in a problem because it's like 50% of the skills that I have are no longer useful for the person who's motivated just to do it themselves. I mean, sure, you're going to get people every once in a while where even the software itself seems to have too big of a learning curve, and they're like, nah, I'd rather just pay somebody else to do it. And then, you know, there's some months where we do really good, and then there's some months where you don't have a lot of work that you got, and you find yourself in a bit of trouble. And, of course, as much as atheists out there like to declare that the reason why Brett Keane's a Christian is because they financially take care of him as though I'm getting a check from churches every month. I'm sorry, guys, you're wrong. Um, there is no Christians out there just handing and forking over money or doing anything. In fact, I haven't gotten donations or any kind of support for over eight months. Not a damn penny from any Christian whatsoever. So it's not like that. I don't know why you guys make videos where you're like, Oh, yeah, Brett's a Christian because he's making so much money. Had I remained an atheist and opened up a Patreon, um, some of you atheists out there, some of the popular ones, are making thousands of dollars a month. Some of these people are making over $100,000. The ones who've remained relevant and popular in the atheist movement, you're making thousands of dollars. So if you ever decided to have you children or some kind of family or whatever, you unless you're spending the money on drugs or stupid crap or blowing it like some of those rock stars in the past did, you're doing pretty well. You're set for the rest of your life. Well, my family, we struggle. We go through tough times and everything. It's just me, my wife, and my kids. And every once in a while, we talk to a couple people outside the uh, outside the home but that's about it but i'm not really sure right now what to do i'd like to be able to get my daughter a car and i'd like my wife or myself to be able to teach her how to drive but because i got agoraphobia i can't take my girl out on the highways or like big main roads i can take her out in the woods or i can take her to like a a closed-in parking lot and teach her how to do some things, but I can't go out on the main open things. For a long, long time, I've had to have my wife drive or somebody else because, um, well, what happens is, for those who may not know this, is if I go out on an open highway, I might be able to handle it for a little bit, but if the anxiety kicks in, 
All of a sudden, it feels like the whole world's upside down. Imagine trying to drive a car while you feel like you're driving upside down looking up at the sky. You see what I'm saying, folks? That sucks. Totally hateful. Totally hateful. So that's what that's like. And then my wife, she works all the time and everything. So it's like, how is she going to be able to find uh, the time to be able to drive? And literally, let me put it to you this way. Because I ain't got no problem. I know a lot of you out there. Some of you are just as poor as dirt. Some of you are so poor that whenever you go into your home, the cockroach trips you and then the rat steals your wallet. So (laughs) I know some of you are so damn poor that you got to put food stamps on layaway. So I get it. There's a lot of people like like myself out there who are struggling. So how do I put this? We just make enough money to be able to pay our bills and be able to have the minimum of what a human being needs in order to be able to eat and survive and afford toilet paper and everything else. And I don't expect that Christians are going to give a damn about all this and like try to help or anything like this. I've talked to religious folks in the past, and usually the answer is, we'll pray for you, Brett. We'll pray. God is good. He'll take care of you. God, God's gotten us through a lot of stuff for sure, but sometimes God, I think, wants a little bit more than just you sitting there talking, wishing people well, and then moving along. But uh, I get it. I get it. There's no spider anger, no obligations or anything like that. But... um man, that's, that's some of my goals. I want to be able to get her a car and I want her to get her something that has good gas mileage, something that isn't, uh, you know, like some 1950 crap, you know, like a Flintstones vehicle or something, but something small because she's going to have to go get her tests. She has to learn how to do the peril parking. And that's probably the most annoying. Um, she's nervous. She has anxiety. She didn't even want to drive, but that's the way it is. And I don't know really what to say to her to get her interested in college. She's like my son in the same manner where she doesn't want to get herself into debt, which is really smart. From what I hear, a lot of these colleges and universities nowadays are ridiculous anyway and teach a bunch of garbage. So we don't know. We don't know. Everything's up in the air. Really what I'm wanting from you folks out there is some suggestions and some advice. Just what do you do? What do you do with your kids? And any kids out there that have been doing like successful things for yourself or you've discovered things that have helped you, just leave some comments or come on the show and tell me what you're doing, how you're making things right for yourself. Maybe this is what God's been waiting for me to do, you know, to reach out to people. And I've noticed something in my life that sometimes whenever it feels like you're being knocked back two steps or something rough happens, sometimes it seems like everything's impossible or bad or tough. And then somebody comes along or something happens. It always is like this, where you're like, oh my God, it's raining. What am I going to do now? And then suddenly something happens that just changes everything. 
and you know that the reason why God knocked you back two steps is because two steps back in the road means there's some opportunity just waiting for you, but it's not where you're looking, but it's behind you or to the side of you. And God has a way of doing that where he just kind of knocks you into the right place. And sometimes it rattles you and makes you uncomfortable. Sometimes you even perceive it as a bad thing. But it's usually just because God's got something set up. You just don't know it yet. Well, I at least, I guess I have faith and hope that that is the case. That there's something I'm not seeing here. But it's making me really anxious. Because I want the best for my children. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, by the way, I will say this. There was an atheist a while back that told me that if I left Christianity, they'd give me $5,000. I'm sorry. If any non-believers try to pay me to sell my soul, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, there was a popular atheist a long time ago. They said, I'll pay you $5,000 if you go back to making atheist videos. No, there's no amount of money you can give me that will make me um, walk away from uh, my belief in Jesus. I'm sorry. So that's not going to happen. Don't send me an email and say, I'll give you $10,000 right now if you walk away. I'm not. I'm sorry. It's nice. I, I can understand a lot of you live very cool lives and all that. And money is just everything to you. But there's more to life than just money. Now, there's your children. There's people you love and and all that. So, it is what it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our t-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless.
We didn't come from nothing, and no scientist believes that we ever came from absolutely nothing. The Big Bang is not something from nothing. Even when cosmologists talk about a universe from essentially nothing, they don't mean an absolute philosophical nothing. In fact, they don't think that an absolute nothing is even possible because every time they try to create a perfect vacuum, they notice quantum fluctuations of subatomic particles popping in and out of existence where there shouldn't be anything. Yeah. As the idea that there could be literally nothing which then from which something suddenly springs. And it, I mean, it is very hard to grasp it, and, and I certainly can't grasp it. But something from nothing, from literally nothing, and that's what really gets people. That's the one that's really counter to common sense. And, and, and they clearly misunderstand what you mean by nothing. So and, and it, well, exactly. It start with absolutely nothing. That means, unlike the cardinal said, and unlike some people argue, no particles, but not even empty space. No space whatsoever. No space whatsoever. And maybe even no laws governing that space. And and maybe even no laws governing that space. And what did you say? Well, then who did create the heavens and the earth? Why do you use the word who? You see, you, you, you immediately beg the question by using the word who. Well, then how did it get created? Well, um, by a very slow process. Well, how did it start? Nobody knows how, how it started. We know the kind of event that it must have been. We know the sort of event that, that must have happened for the origin of life. And what was that? It was the origin of the first self-replicating molecule. Right, how did that happen? I told you, we don't know. So you have no idea how it started? No, 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 no nor has anybody. Nor has anyone else. Traffic. <laughs> Great. Uh, why is this doing this for? I have no idea. Well, let's see if we can get rid of that without causing a major issue. Ugh. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Okay. I just love this. people what's going on out there well i put a link out let's hope that you guys are able to see it yeah let's see if the chat is working yo i'm doing all right i'm a little down in the dumps and bored yeah hopefully we'll get some people that know how to use a microphone have some good discussion we shall see. Yeah, the link should be right up there. 
Oh, wow. It posts me as host. <laughs> All right. There was someone earlier who said that um, may come in and chat. We'll see. Oh, goodness gracious. So what's up there, Naked? Why do you call yourself Naked Dabs 94? What's that all about? Let's see. Oh, a gamer tag, huh? All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, what's your theological uh, position and political disposition? All right. Sorry, folks. I'm over here typing to some people. Well, if we can't get someone in here with a microphone, then we're just going to be kind of boring, I guess. I guess I'm working some stuff back here for a little bit. I just wanted to test out the new uh, setup I got here. You guys like that? The whole blue with the moon? Isn't that sexy? I love it. Let's see. Hmm. Well, I guess it's going to be a moment. So, while that is happening, let's go ahead and put that on. I'll be right back, folks. Human beings are still fish. Human beings are fish? Why, yes, of course they are. How long did that take? A couple of billions of years, millions. A couple of millions? How is that observable? 
it's not. Do you believe we all came from sponges, Dave? Do you believe this textbook yes. is right? Yes. But my 200 million greats-grandfather was a fish. And by the way, the same fish was your 200 million greats-grandfather, too. <laughs> we're all African apes. We're apes with a shave. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so if I'm out in the woods, I'm full-on wolf. Like, if I'm with close friends, what's the problem? Yeah, and what so, are you doing when you're out there? Um, so we're running around. We do kind of play as wolves. Like on all fours? Uh, at times, yes. Sometimes we're two-legged, making wolf vocal stuff. But here's something I might do when I'm out there as far as a howl. Sure.
What's going on there, Mr. Hudzap? Oh, nothing much. How do I sound? Uh, doing pretty good. I seen your comment over on uh, Facebook. Yep, yep, yep. Hell yeah. I don't know if you remember, but uh, I've, I've been on, uh, I was on like a, probably a little over a year ago uh, with you and Vaughn one of the, one of the times. But I don't know if you remember me, but we, we had we had a nice chat uh, the last time. Well, what's your beliefs nowadays? Tell us about it. Uh, hold on, let me turn you up a little bit. Am I quiet? Okay. Uh, it's just cut my headsets a little. I needed to turn my headset up. Uh, so so what do you want to hear first? Like political or or religious or? Well, uh, share whatever you want. Okay, so I mean, politic-wise, I don't really have political beliefs because I think politics are just you know all evil, and so the only I'm political I much, I'm pretty much at that point too. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like, and so for me, it's like, oh, the only political belief I only have is absolute monarchy, but it's only you know under God or under an actual perfect system. So it's like I don't believe in any politics but that because that there we're never going to get it right on our own, you know. At least I don't right. think we will. No, uh, the Bible's pretty clear. Humanity's dumb. We're going to screw <laughs> it all up. Yeah, it, it's a it's a pretty good example of uh, what not to do. Yeah, I remember whenever I was a former atheist, I used to have this optimistic side to me where I thought that mankind would be able to work things out, and then I learned how to turn on a computer and connect <laughs> to the internet, and I realized that we're, we're worse off than I could have ever imagined. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, funny enough, so uh, for your story for me, I actually got told about you by a friend who was, you know, super atheist and super into the drunken peasants. And he's like telling me about the legend of Brett Keen. I'm like, Oh, that sounds kind of funny. The and then I actually like, Brett Keen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I actually watched it. I'm like, what? These guys are just like trying to abuse this man. This isn't that funny. <laughs> like they're, they're making it normal. This complete, uh, scummy, terrible behavior. Right. Because, like, mm -hmm. we can all talk shit on the internet and, you know, have some fun, but there is a line that they crossed. Yeah. And I, 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 that was a big thing for me. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is abuse. This is abuse of your power of having a platform or having a radio show. And it's yeah. not right. And then that's what happens when you believe you're you know, morally superior and you don't have anything that, or any belief structure that you actually, uh, look up to. Right. Right. So what is your, uh, theological position at this point in time? Um, it's hard for me to like put a name on things. I don't really get, you know, put in a box very easily. So I do like, I do like theist, you know, um, but I don't, really believe that there's any gods that have you know higher power than the creator god or you know the father or whatever you want to call him right mm -hmm. and so i get a lot of that belief obviously from my christian upbringing so I, I i don't necessarily call myself a christian though 
because I don't necessarily fall under the idea that Jesus Christ was God, but that he was just the son of God. But that, that to me makes his story even better because since he wasn't a God, he still was able to become a perfect man, right? Mm -hmm. That's fair enough. So you're not a Trinitarian. Yeah, no. not, you know, you've probably watched me long enough to know that I'm not a, not one of these guys that is a, what you refer to as a fruit sniffer. You know what that is? <laughs> you know what that is? Uh, I, I don't know for sure, but I can assume what it means. <laughs> well, you know how they say you'll know them by their fruits and all that? Oh, yeah. There's some Christians out there where they're just sniffing, looking for somebody to aggravate or tell them that they're unrighteous. It kind of reminds me of the teacher's pet. The teacher likes me more than you. Oh, yeah. It makes them feel better about themselves by taking other people down. Yeah. Which that's one thing I, I, I yeah, I've, I've definitely, uh, you know, you, you don't do that. And I've definitely noticed that. And that's why, like. That's probably why you don't have as many, you know, views as a lot of the people because they know how to be like, or they are better liars, right? I suppose. Because, like, I don't know, you, you strike me as a very, you know, simple and honest person. Yeah, just like, a common sense type of guy. I think that's what uh, Kent Hovind is, too. I think he's like all oh, yeah. common sense, and that's the reason why he's able to blast people so good. That's you got to have that if you like. You can be you can be all kinds of smart, but if you don't have the common sense to 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 base it around, you're you're just a you know a mumbling dingus. That's right. There you go. It's all about wisdom, right? <laughs> So what do you think about, uh, do you see a difference between uh, social media Christianity versus going to your local church and hanging out? Um, well, so for me, I, I never, uh, I mean, I, I've gone to churches, temples, I've gone to like all of that since my whole life, but never like, the only church I was a part of is I was raised in Jehovah's Witnesses. So I was kind of uh, already ways like away from the pack church wise, but I had so many friends who were Christians and Jews and stuff that I still had exposure to all of uh, all of their church activities. And uh, to be honest, yeah, no, social media Christianity or just in general social media religion to me is quite uh, flawed, to say the least. How so? I it's just uh, I feel like. Most of the time, people are missing the point, and the point is the people and coming together and helping each other and doing that under God, but not just blasting people about God all the time, right? Like, show show God with your behavior more than your words. But social media is all about, you know, your words and your pictures, so people yeah. just make everything look nice, and then they think – Yep, I'm good. Look how nice I look, or look how good the thing I said is. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, that's why I really love too the stuff you've been making lately. Those little short videos with your wife, like that's that has been making me so happy every time I watch those. Like that's that's the best kind of stuff to me. Just the little short, funny things. I'm probably going to focus on doing a lot more shorts and just being funny. I've. Uh... I've been feeling myself kind of rearing, unfortunately, into the whole depression era. 
And I'm, I've been trying to just have some fun and get away from some of the nonsense for a little bit. Oh, I know, I know that feel. Mm-hmm. There's only one way to get out of it. Well, at least for me, and it's just doing something else, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, man, I, I gotta say, like, I, I don't know if it's because your wife's helping you make them or what, but just like such good energy from those videos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got tons and tons of ideas I, uh, of funny stuff, but a lot of it is just kind of right off the cuff, you know. Well, that's where we get a lot of our best ideas most of the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I I've, I've, qu- go ahead. Um, uh, I was just going to say, like, oh, yeah, I just thought I'd jump on because I've been enjoying your content so much lately and, you know, wanted to say, like, Thank you, because it's it's awesome, and I like seeing it on my feed. And like, yeah, yeah I just you know, I keep keep up doing what you're doing, because uh, I mean, at least there's someone who's deeply deeply appreciates it out there, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet of you. So I you meant to get on with you and. Oh, sorry. Ahead. What was that? I was going to say. Gonna say not... I meant. Oh man, we really good at talking over each other. I was going to say, I meant to get on with you and Von Helton last night, but I uh, didn't get around to it. I did listen, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Von will be on. He usually uh, makes things work after 7 p.m. I was going to start to chat later, because that's usually when people are doing their thing. But, yeah, I was bored. I said, what the hell? Let's do it up. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah. Yeah, you guys were talking about like, or he was talking about some vamp vampirism stuff that was really interesting to me yesterday. I was like, I got, I got to hear more about that because that was kind of really making me interested. I wanted to know more what he was talking about with it about like having vampirism and stuff. Well, he was he was talking about movies and television shows that he liked a long time ago. And a bunch of non-believers made videos accusing him of claiming he was a vampire. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and it's and he because he was talking about like the real life like vampirism uh, like disease, right? And he was, uh, but then I think something of that magnitude. I didn't ever actually watch this original video of it. He just told yeah, me, me neither. Said, "Man, I was talking about movies and television shows. And next thing <laughs> I know, I'm accused of being a vampire." Atheists, atheists don't know the difference between fantasy and reality. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the real life or just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. <laughs> they, they just want to escape from reality, right? There you go. <laughs> That's one thing I've always found weird, too. They always say that uh, Christians go along with fairy tales and fantasy <laughs> and all that. But they're the ones with the damn My Little Pony and Pokemon shit in the background, right? Well, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's fantasy is part of life. It's a good part of life. Like, yeah. and so that's why you should have it regulated and come down from most high instead of My Little Pony or <laughs> whatever have you. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to people nowadays. Real men watch Transformers and Thundercats, <laughs> not My Little Pony. Beast Wars. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the good stuff. What has happened to cartoons nowadays where things are farting rainbows and stuff? So woke. Yeah, that's why I, uh, in high school and stuff, I, I just got really into anime because they actually have, I mean, they still have that same kind of cutesy shit till, too still, but they equally have, you know, violent, bloody, badass shit. So why do you uh, why do you get into anime? I've noticed there's a lot of people on the internet that's real big into this. I'm more into realism, gritty type of stuff, especially when it comes to gaming. Why well, anime? So I really like drawing, right? So since it's animation, I like that quite a bit. And like Western animation to me is turned into trash because I hate like CG animation. And so that's that's one reason. But also like anime is such a vast like I wouldn't even call it a genre. It's more so just a style that there is some more, way more realistic stuff. Uh, there's like a, this show called, you can actually watch it on YouTube. It's called uh, monster and it, it's animated and stuff, but it's still, it's completely realistic. And it's, it's basically about a doctor who inadvertently accidentally saves a serial killer's life. And then the story that unfolds from that, um, mm. but it's completely realistic. It's not, you know, that dragon ball Z shit, but, it's uh, I don't know. I feel like with uh, anime, uh, you the writing can really shine because they can tell any kind of story they want, and the writing is always the most interesting part to me. But that being said, I will still say that there is a lot of trash anime out there, <laughs> like a lot. So, what do you think about that Ken Rock guy? Did you watch him? Ken Rock. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It does not ring a bell. Um, well, I think a couple nights ago, he uh, debated Kent Hovind over evolution. And oh, really? He said, uh, yeah, and I said something to the effect that he needs to work on his presentation. I was almost falling asleep. And he <laughs> goes, well, hey, man, I'll talk to you and everything. And I go, really? I said, well, here's the link. Come on in there, pal. And he hasn't responded since. I don't think he expected <laughs> me to do that. Yeah, he's like, oh, wait. Oh, he's actually, he actually wants me to? Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that, though. That'd be great. You gotta I, let uh, me I've noticed sit in. That, uh, I, I've noticed that with non-believers, they seem to not have a, a big-time issue going against Kent Hovind on the Standing for Truth channel, but they try to stay away from me. It's like they're scared or something. I don't know why. You got that boogeyman in your energy. <laughs> yeah, boogeyman. Oh my gosh, I did. I'm so mad. I never bought. I, I I don't know if you ever actually like sold any of the boogeyman in the internet shirts, but I wanted one really bad. What back when that was still a thing. I so, think I still got a boogeyman T-shirt up there. The I boogeyman would totally, of the internet, huh? I would totally buy one as soon as I have some money to, because I, I definitely that's sick ass shirt. Yeah, the boogeyman. <laughs> well, and I mean that the great thing about the boogeyman is like the boogeyman's not necessarily a bad guy, but he's he's <laughs> he might scare the uh, the weak minded fools. No, oh, I hear you there. I hear you there. You know how that boogeyman thing was set up, don't you? Uh, I don't know, actually. 
Well, some people don't realize this and all that, but uh, I uh, had my brother dress up in <clears throat> some of the gear that he uses in order to do his uh, shows. So he kind of he got him a hat that goes kind of like the Undertaker. Took a mm. couple shots of them, and that's what the Boogeyman was. That's, oh, uh, okay. okay. I didn't even know it was a photo you took. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to cut out the background, and then I added the kind of mist effect I got on my own face right there, and people are like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love messing around with Photoshop. It's the best. Yeah. I need to actually get a copy of it again. I don't actually have it on my PC right now. I need to legally acquire one. Uh-oh. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> By myself, I like to use like video editing programs with some of the good ones. You can actually do some pretty good photo work with them. What what program are you using right now? Camtasia gives me the ability to save videos in several different formats, but I can also take shots of different frames and colorize them and do that. I mean, like what you see right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been looking for like a free program. Is Is it free or is it paid? Uh, depends on who you know. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I've been looking for a new editing. I mean, I've been using a bunch. I've been trying a bunch out and not real been really been happy with any. Because I actually went to school for video editing, so like, I I practice on all the professional programs. So none of them are like good enough for me. But I'm definitely down to try. You said Fantasia, right? Camtasia. C-A-M. Oh, Cam. Oh, okay. That that sounds more familiar. Yeah. Good stuff. You outside or something? I'm hearing some kind of wind. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad. Uh, how, is the audio too too staticky or too windy? No, you're coming through clear. But every once in a while, there's a sound. Yeah, it's, sometimes. Uh, I, I live kind of close to an airport, and uh, planes go flying by. And also, it's not super windy right now, but it might have just been a gust of wind. I like. Uh, you get nervous about living by an airport. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not that close. Um, but, no, no, not really. I mean, it's not. It's not a big enough of an airport that it's like too annoying. But eh, I mean, I prefer not to be breathing in that much jet fuel. But I, nowadays, I feel like it's unavoidable. So. You want to see something funny real quick? Heck yeah. Do you know who Sky Dan Mann is? Uh, I do not. Uh, he's a, a fairly popular atheist YouTuber and all that. I made a clip of him recently, and uh, I'm going to be probably uploading this to the channel, but check this out. He, he likes to pretend as though he's a scientist, and I thought this would be cute. Look at this. About 13.7 billion years ago, this tiny singularity violently exploded. And it is from this explosion, this bang, that all matter, energy, space, and time were created. No explosion, no bang, just expansion. This tiny singularity violently exploded. No explosion, no bang, just expansion. Before the Big Bang, There was nothing, literally nothing. And then, 
something happened, triggering the most colossal explosion in history. We don't necessarily think it was nothing before that. You are telling us that matter arose spontaneously out of nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. Nothing. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to do it a few times for these. Folks. Oh, heck they yeah. Don't pick up very well. <laughs> Comedy comes in threes. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, that that that's that's one of the, the equations that that people never can f- sufficiently explain though is that okay, nothing like you believe in the big bang theory or you think the big bang theory likely happened or you can see the big bang theory by looking, you know, far enough away in a telescope. It, it there are so many assumptions you have to make to then decide, oh, this is what happened, right? And that's where the religious thinking comes in. It's like, well, I myself, I like the Big Bang as an argument for God, but if exactly. we were to get technical scientifically, there's no way to observe the Big Bang. The entire concept is there was once a singularity, and it boom, it did. Whatever yeah, all it we did. can ob- all we can observe is the wake, right, or the 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 water's flowing out not the you know physical water but like the more elemental style water or the 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 plasma or whatever the hell you want to call it yeah but there's it's... a problem with that see i don't know if you heard or if you ever look at the nasa website but we recently had one of the greatest explosions in our universe recently where it covered like 200 billion light years of space the explosion was that enormous I mean, that's really? like a, that would be like our planet compared to this explosion. We're like an ant in a piss puddle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So was it if, like a nova or something, or like? Yeah, they're just saying that the universe just bam blew up. They don't know if it was a star or what happened. But the point is, if we're having uh, cataclysms like this in our universe on a consistent basis in different directions, then how the hell do we know which direction, what's happening, and where the singularity would have come from? How are you going to differentiate between one explosion over another? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And Well, and then another crazy thing is, uh, I don't know if you know what galactic jets are, uh, but basically you can watch with a powerful enough telescope, you can literally watch matter being created in front of your very eyes because the most basic atom is hydrogen right and so these galactic jets don't have any hydrogen in them or you know none that we can we are visibly aware of but hydrogen spontaneously comes into existence so you can still watch creation happening today if you actually know where to look and you are actually versed enough in science to know it like what's going on do you and believe so, that God is still in the middle of creation? Some Christians think that he got things going and then he went to go watch reruns of the X-Files. What's your uh, thought? I think uh I think he's watching I think he's watching the show <laughs> mostly. Uh but I still think that he, everything he like his whole game or every all of his plans are still in place. So he doesn't necessarily have to use his hand because I mean, I was taught that 
that he perceives time all at once. So if that's the case, then yes, he, I guess he still could be acting, but it's probably more so like he's just watching all the actions he's already done. Did you see the discussion between me, Mr. Kentoven, and Adam Lort? Uh, I might have. I'm bad with names, so I do remember... I, I, no, I think I did. I think I did. But I I, uh, I wouldn't be able to recall much from it. So a lot of times I listen to stuff, you know, when I'm, like, doing things or when I'm going to bed or when I'm working out. So it's, like, it's in the back of my mind or I'm just listening to it, you know? Well, there was a question I had asked him. I was hoping that we could get into, like, an in-depth conversation on it. But unfortunately, uh, him and Adam seemed like they wanted to move on in the topic. Um, the conversation was about, is God capable of freezing an entire solar system where literally we lose track of time? I, I mean, I would say, yeah, we, and we, we would probably be none the wiser. You could do it at any moment. <laughs> well, the reason why I find this interesting is because God is not boastful, so he could literally change millions of things that are going wrong. Like, for instance, let's say that you're heading out on the road today and you're meant to get hit by a banana truck. Well, if God were to freeze the universe, he could change that. He could influence you to go a completely different direction and completely get out of that conflict. And you wouldn't even know that a miracle happened because time stood still. Isn't that or, fascinating? Oh, heck yeah. I, I, that, that I totally 100% agree with. What I was going to say is that or... He could make, you know, he could redirect that banana truck to a certain, certain CJ's house who needs them, you know. He needs them more than we do. Uh, I hear you there, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you got to send the hot cocoa truck to him, too. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't even want to know what that reference is. <laughs> well, it's kind of the same deal. He uh, Remember, he smeared himself in hot cocoa. Oh, yeah, that's him. right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people thought that was feces. I'm like, eh, I don't want to think of him he, that badly. He's just pretending it was, right? <laughs> it, it, it was kind of chunky for some hot cocoa, but oh, I'll gosh. have to admit. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, oh, I've never sorry. seen You're that video, but now I have you? a very clear mental image in my head. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's good laughs. Oh goodness! But but on that point, still though, like, imagine thinking something like that was like pleasurable or enjoyable and not just hilarious. I don't know how somebody what? could how? find that pleasurable. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah. that's the funny thing to me is like. I can't think of that without it just being the funniest thing ever. How can you? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to. I guess I should not be uh, trying to think it through so much because that's probably a very bad idea. But <laughs> there was uh, there was some moments where I wondered to myself, where the hell did that banana go? Because it seemed to like vanish like a David Copperfield magic trick. Like now Gotta you eat see it. it, now you don't. I'm like, where the hell did that banana go? And you would think what a banana, I, I, I don't know when's the last time you had a banana, but then things 
they kind of got hard texture on them, but they're a good banana. Uh, I like to uh, I like to let them get like over ripened. I like my bananas soft. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. Uh... Gosh dang it! <laughs> I'm not even gonna finish that statement. But uh, oh, I think you get where I was going. <laughs> no, I hear you. It's rough. Well, at least it wasn't an apple. Then you'd never hear the end of it. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Although you know those things do have cyanide in their seeds, so. Really? Uh, that's what I've been told. Cyanide in the seeds. <laughs> I guess I guess the apple seed, you don't ever want to eat them because they have cyanide in them or something like that. That's rough. <laughs> so, you know, you just plant them, of course. That's what they're meant for. So what, but, do, you uh, think about, what do you think about these people out here who actually think they came from ancient rodents? Uh, well, maybe they did. <laughs> I, I sure as hell didn't, but <laughs> I mean, uh, if they want to fucking say that, I'm not going to tell them that they're not, but they ain't going to tell me I am. Yeah. Oh, I got this one guy really, really mad at me. He was already being ignorant to me. So you know how I am. My mood changes with the temperature of the room. Oh yeah. Like, I'm, I'm similar. Yeah, he's like, uh, dude, we did come from monkeys. And I'm like, I can see the similarity with you for sure, but I'm not really sure that that actually means anything. And he goes, F you, Brett. And I'm like, hey, man, I was agreeing with you, kind of. What's the problem? <laughs> they, 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 they'll say a statement, but they don't know what it means to stand by a statement, right? That's right. If you're going to commit that you came from the womb of a baboon, then stick by it, my friend. <laughs> Don't get mad when I send you pictures of your mama. <laughs> oh, that's bigoted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you do me a favor? People can hear you. I'll be right back, all right? Go ahead and talk. Okay. Promote your channel and all that. Okay. Don't uh, go all dead right. silent, Army. Talk about your favorite okay, things. Okay, yeah, I'll keep... You want. I'll keep the uh, I'll keep it on. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm Jacob. Uh, my channel is Hudzap H U D Z A P, and uh, I uh, do videos on things that uh, I can't quite explain. But if you want to check out my channel, feel free to go ahead. Um, one thing in particular is I teach hand strength training. If uh, if you're interested in that. I've only got two videos out on the topic right now, but um, I've got about 10 recorded. So I'm just kind of waiting to drip feed them out, building up some views. Because I, I only got like 50 subscribers right now. But trying to build it slow hey, and keep... Hey, before I oh, go do my thing real quick, is there any way that you'd be able to get on cam? I'll put you on the main front of this so you can talk to the uh, people out there. Uh, I can, but I'm on my phone, so it's not going to be the best angle. Let's see. There you go. All right, go ahead and talk to the people. All right. So, uh, what I was talking about, hand strength training. Um, I'm also doing some fitness videos. I've lost 40 pounds in the last month uh, since March started, basically. And I've been kind of documenting the process. But I've only posted a couple of videos because I want to make sure I get the transformation caught on camera, right? Um, 
Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's basically it for my channel. I don't really like to self-promote, so uh, if you guys want, I'll show you something cool. Um, it's not going to be the best lighting right now, but this is uh, this is my core pond. They're going to be hiding. But yeah, this is my all-natural koi pond. Basically no filtration besides plants and water and a single sponge filter. And, uh, yeah. So, to whoever's listening right now, you guys are the cool people. I don't know who's going to hear this, but I just want to say you guys are the cool people. Uh, I don't know if the sound of the pond is picking up in that ASMR noise, but it's relaxing, at least to me. <sighs> I didn't think I was going to be on camera, but I am, so my hair is a little bit half damp and wet right now, but I still think I look good. Not as good as Mr. Brett Keane, though, of course, you know, can't compete with that man. So, uh, any y'all, damn it, I'm trying to think of something to talk about. Give me 10 seconds. One, two, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, I want to talk about nicotine. All right, so, um, I love nicotine. I think it's good for you. But it's good for you because it's terrible for you. So it's good at killing off parts of your lungs that need to be killed off, right? And so that's why it's really good that if you smoke nicotine, you also counteract it with cannabis because cannabis is good at healing. And so that's how you transmute good and bad out of your lungs is you consume nicotine and you consume cannabis, um, if you can in your state, of course, I am in the lovely state of California, so I got it pretty easy around here. That being said, though, I haven't smoked cigarettes in like two years. I've just been using the vaping, you know, which it's easier on the lungs, at least for me. But I'd be lying right now if I said I did not want a cigarette, especially while I'm on the chat with Mr. Brett Keane, like just feels appropriate, you know, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. Nicotine gets a bad rap. Uh, cigarettes aren't good for you because of a lot of the shit in them. Not the, not the nicotine as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Like don't do them. I mean, Plants are plants, but don't do drugs, right? All right. Is there anybody in this chat? Okay. Where are all the people at? What the fuck are you guys doing? We need you. They'll be coming. Just give them time. All right. So what's next? What are we talking about next? Oh, let's talk about gardens. So, 
to me, religiously, a garden is a very important thing because it's your connection to what we came from, right? Uh, at least if you believe Genesis, you believe that God created us from the dirt or the dust. Um, and so to me, that means the dirt and the dust is the primary thing we need to be taken care of. Uh, we need to be doing that. And that once we take care of the dirt, then gardening becomes easy. It becomes not hard work. Once our dirt is soft and caresses the plants, then everything in the garden becomes easy. Once the dirt feeds the plant, everything in the garden becomes easy. Um, so yeah, that's that's part of my thoughts on gardening and trying to bring us back to the Garden of Eden. Um, but yeah, that, that's my ramblings for now. I think Brett might be back. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Um, so you're so in I the talked about nicotine huh? and gardening while you were gone. So. <laughs> What was that? You're in the gardening now. What you making uh, over there? Uh, you know, I mean, I got, I mean, I got some citrus trees. I've got some flowers and stuff. It's not even. It. I just we just rent this place, so I'm just basically taking over the stuff. But like, uh, like this pond right here was dry when I got here, so I got this, you know, loaded up. I've been taking care of it for a year, and. Uh, well, it's got koi fish in the it. Yard. Show me what you got there, fella. Oh, I don't know if I want to do a full yard tour right now, but <laughs> oh, okay, Fair maybe enough. next time. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get it. Gotta get it looking prettier first, right? Has anybody I mean, not ever the... told you? Has anybody ever told you, you look like a young Corey Feldman? I haven't heard that one, but I've heard a lot of other uh, a lot of other people. But that, I consider that a compliment. Corey Feldman back in the days of like uh, Stand By Me and uh, also Lost Boys. You ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. I want my uh, my uncle was actually in Stand By Me because they, really? they filmed it. Yeah, they filmed it right over where I used to live in Oregon. Uh, Brownsville. Was he a stand-in or something? Yeah, yeah. He was just an extra in it, but he loves to, loves to talk about how he was in that movie, you know, because it's such a classic. Yeah. Although I've never seen Lost Boys. I, I know I would like it, though. Oh, my goodness. You ain't seen the Lost Boys? Nope. My mom's talked to me about it a lot, though. Why haven't you watched it? Uh, I have no excuse. All right. None at you all. have to promise me that in the next three days, you actually watch it. And then you get okay. back to me. I guarantee... It's going to be like one of your top three vampire movies of all time. Oh, all right. Okay. that's Those are some big selling words, so I will definitely do it. And I love vampire movies, so. The music's awesome, too. What about, uh, do you like uh, Interview with a Vampire? That's a good movie, but Lost Boys is going to blow your mind, man. Oh, all right. Okay, because that's probably my favorite vampire movie uh, besides uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, so Both but I've actually never seen movies. But Lost Boys, dude, you're gonna be like, damn! Right off the bat, I guarantee in the first five minutes you know you're in for a ride. Oh man, okay. Well, shit. Now I want to go watch it. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> looking for movies to watch. So, but I never know what to watch when I go to watch a movie. But now so I got. Now I'm not gonna Lost forget. Boys. After you watch The Lost Boys, do not watch any of the sequels, though. 
Okay, fair enough. They're all garbage. They were made by somebody else who didn't like get the idea of what Lost Boys was trying to uh, encapsulate. Was it different actors person. too, or? Uh, yeah, pretty much. No, they they kept Corey Feldman, but they got rid of all the other characters. It was kind of like um, I don't know. It, they just lost the. Uh, they jumped the shark. They lost the Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Lost Boys were lost. That movie's got Kiefer Sutherland in it, too. Like, younger Kiefer Sutherland, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I def- I'm not definitely love it. I love my Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> it's got a bunch of actors in it, right? Bunch of mm-hmm. big names. Man. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. It's hard to find good movies nowadays. I feel like, like it's... Like ninety nine percent of everything is just trash. Oh yeah, after you see the Lost Boys, it won't be the same. There won't be another <laughs> vampire movie that comes along and puts that well, one shit. down. <laughs> Fuck, that's gonna suck. But I mean, I it's gonna it's gonna be bad in a good way, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump off camera real quick. Uh, uh, what was that? You got any questions for me? Uh, uh, what's your favorite color? Uh, I kind of like black and the, uh, as you can see, some of the imagery I have here, um, I'm into like a really dark red. I, I kind of like fiery colors and that, uh, one of my favorite, uh, characters like in WWE was the undertaker. I like that kind of thing. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> Yeah, so, 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 would you say your favorite colors are probably black, blue, and red? Then, or is that yeah, that's what I would much. guess from you? Not the. I, I think about a lot of things. I think about a lot of things in terms of color. So, like, that's that's why I was. That's always an interesting thing for me to know, like what people's favorite colors are, because I think color is one of the hidden codes in the universe for understanding things, right? There you and go. And so everyone has colors associated with their soul that were given to them by God. At least Whoa. that's my, that's my theory. At least that's my game theory. Well, let's hope it's not exactly that theory. Cause then my soul would be black. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Bible is the black book in my opinion. So it, it's there the, it's like space, right? It's uh you could describe it as a whole lot of nothing, but it's it's still full of knowledge and well, I guess not really like space. I had a better way of describing that, but I'm not remembering it right now. But I, I always think of the Bible as the black book because it's it's dark. Everything in it's dark, right? But it's meant to show you that so that you understand the light or the information. I'm not saying that as like a Gnostic teaching, but just like light in the sense that good information to follow. At least that's the way I look at it. Uh Uh-oh, we might be getting us a popular atheist lady in here soon. She's wanting to tell me. Oh, yeah. She's wanting to set me straight. I'm going to grab my puffer real quick. I'm going to jump off video. She's wanting to get me right with nothingness. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I wonder if she's a pretty lady. 
Well, I'm married, but I am allowed to say if someone's attractive or not. She's not too bad. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm single and looking to mingle, so you know. <laughs> oh boy, you like the rough ones, huh? Oh uh, no, I was I was more so making a joke about that, but uh, well, I wasn't joking when I said she's kind of. I rough. do I do like I do quite enjoy arguing, so I guess maybe, but arguing <laughs> has always been a a fun thing for me, and uh, it it always rubs people the wrong way. But it's like if I don't I, I don't I don't usually have a reason to argue with people. So but when I do, it's just like, okay, prepare to be argued with because I will go all out on this one. There you go. That's the way to do it. You Hell gotta yeah. be committed, you know. Well, that's what standing by your statements is all about. That's true. You got any more questions for me? What are you doing over there? Are you trying to whistle or blowing a flute or something? Oh, my bad. I should have my I should have uh, <laughs> muted myself first. Oh no, I was Come just here. going for the I... the good old nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the <sighs> yeah, I was going for the good old nicotine stick. You know. There you go. I'm outside, so. <laughs> <laughs> It seemed pretty easy to get in here. I haven't came into one of these rooms as a member or a guest before. Oh, yeah. It's just literally you click a link and then you click a button. It's like there you go. as easy as anything could be in life. Why are the... Is, is someone having trouble or... No, I was just curious how easy it is. I've noticed... Oh, yeah, no, it works of, really well. You notice there's a lot of non-believers out there where they... Um, they they act like they're real smart, but then whenever you get them like live or in a debate, especially over in the Standing for Truth channel, they seem to always have mic issues and oh my 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 devices aren't working all of a sudden. Yeah. So, oh, you know the these programs really aren't that hard to use. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I hear you. You stick the wire in the hole and then you turn it on. Yes. If it don't work, turn it off and turn it back on again. That's right. <laughs> or do something like that until it works. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, my first job at a high school was working at a Radio Shack, so I, I tech support is just something that comes natural to me, or, or just working with technology. I, I miss that job, though. You know, there's something I really liked about working there, even though it was a dying business, just helping people with their technology. Like, I would have... Uh, Every uh, Thursday is when they would bus over all the people from the old folks' home, and they would uh, they would come in and and have me help them with their cell phones and stuff. And then like sometimes a lot of the, they started buying me lunch every time, and like it was funny because my boss there he had the exact opposite approach of like. Oh, I, whenever I see an old person come in, I just see a wallet that's begging to be pulled out of. I'm like, ah. Like that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like I don't I don't know. We can make money. We can work our jobs, but we we can help people still too. I, I don't know. I, I've never been able to be that that uh, used car salesman type of guy, which is what Radio Shack wanted from its employees. Oof, that's rough, man. But you like the job, though. 
Oh yeah, I, I loved I loved it there. Well, I when I first started working there, it was at a city called Seal Beach, and so that's where like the old folks would come in and stuff because it's like kind of a richer, nicer neighborhood. Um, but then after we closed that store down, I uh, moved to one in Anaheim, which uh, was a really bad part of Anaheim, and that's where I got to see the real shit show of humanity. Oh. Because uh, it's right next to like a mental hospital, and the police station was also fairly close, but they never came by the corner we worked on. And uh, yeah, like there is not that long before I started working there, someone found a chopped up dead body in one of the trash cans on the corner of the street, and like oh, it's just a crazy place. <laughs> oh goodness! Did I you personally believe. That? Oh no, I never saw that, but we did have. Like, uh, we did at one point had the smell of death coming from the ceiling, and that was, like, right before I... You still there, Mr. Hood? Uh-oh. I think you might have got disconnected. Hud, I can't hear you anymore. I don't know what happened. I hear some scrapping. Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. What happened? Did you rub your butt cheek against a mute butt? I mean, I might have. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, continue on. Last thing I heard was chopped up bodies and across the street. Oh, yeah. So we had a, a quote-unquote mice problem there in the ceiling that smelled like there was just dead bodies in the ceiling because the exterminator would never come by. And we had this weird security guy that was supposed to – it was just – very dark and weird place to work, but you know, I, I moved away from California after working there. I moved to Oregon, and then from there I moved to. Uh, so I was in Oregon for like three years, and then I moved to uh, West Yellowstone, Montana. Lived there for about a year before coming back here. And so, I thought Oregon was supposed to be a peaceful place. Oh, Oregon! Where I lived in Oregon, that I've never heard so many gunshots at night as where I lived in Oregon. Wow! Um, but it it uh it was a college town it was a town with a lot of satanists it was a town with a, a lot of gang activity um really weird place Fed, federal cops too everywhere cuz there's a nuclear reactor um what but still i met some you of the coolest a, people in my life there you got grand theft auto and nuclear sites and <laughs> dude how did you survive I, you know i'm a traveler Damn. <laughs> but yeah, no. Man. Then, then I got to live that country life in the middle of nowhere in uh, in Montana. After that, and before I came back to freaking Southern California, wasn't it supposed to be beautiful out there? Oh yeah, Montana's pretty great. Um, but big thing is, I can't grow the stuff I wanted to grow there. So that's why I, I ended up moving back. What's your favorite things to grow? Uh, trees, like just fruit trees and specifically citrus. So you can't really grow that in, you know, minus 20 degree winters when where your your ground is covered in snow for more than three quarters of the year. Oh, man. But That's I still I, I, I've been skiing since I was a little kid. So I love like winter weather. I love the snow. I can I love ice fishing. You know, I can sit on the ice with like barely any warm clothes on while with other people who've lived 
in the cold their whole life. I got that blubber. Weren't you concerned about the ice breaking under you? Uh, not when you got like 10 feet of ice. Because even if it cracks, you're still going to be floating on it. Uh, mm. But but like I wouldn't go on a year. I wouldn't go on a warmer year where the ice isn't super thick. But like, you know, we're driving snowmobiles across it and everything. It's it's solid. Oof, goodness. You guys actually drive across it and you don't get nervous about that. Uh, I mean, I've I've only taken a snowmobile across it, but like the year before, they did a drifting race on it with cars. So, oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, you got crazy people up in Montana. Good kind what of crazy though. Experiences you've had, my goodness, you're an adventurous man. Uh, I mean, I just that that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Until you get me telling an actual another story, I have to think. Uh oh, I think you muted yourself again. Hello, hello. I, I don't know what's. Now. I don't know what's going on. I think Internet's just trash. Oh. No, I mean, I mean, to me, some of like so many of the cool things I've done in my life are just from just like saying yes to things, and that's just like. I still think I've lived a pretty simple, boring life, but I also like to tell stories in ways that make them sound more interesting, too. Yeah. But it's also because of the fact that I have a peculiar way of looking at things. And How so? Like, I'm always focused on the details, not the... I mean, to me, the details paint the bigger picture. So if I focus on every detail, then I can get the whole picture. Well, if you could do three things in your life that you really, really want to do, I mean, the biggest dreams ever, what would they be? Uh, generate abundance. So get people to learn how to, to like make more of their own food and also make enough food that I can completely feed myself, like, with my own land so that that would just fall under generating abundance uh number two would be uh getting the lights back on but that has more of a metaphorical sense so like getting the lights back on in people's minds around me basically like waking up their thoughts to a point where they're they're spiritually awakened under god right so that they they're they're using the full power that God has given to them. And then we are all benefiting off of each other's power too, because we're, we're connected under one. Um, and then number three would just be making games and stuff. I like making games. I like playing games and uh, yeah, like, like, I don't know if you've ever played D and D or any tabletop games, but I'm, me and my friends are actually making two different tabletop games right now, and it's just a blast. Well, I played the uh, the one of the video games for Dungeons and Dragons. It was like an MMO, but it was definitely nothing like the board game. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I played. Um, it was called like Neverwinter. I think it was one of the MMOs or something yeah, like that. I did that. that. I tried Neverwinter. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. It wasn't too bad, but I just remember I just played it for a bit and then just kind of forgot about it. Huh. What what games are you playing right now? 
ESO. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, man, I, uh, I do love me some MMOs, but I, I just, I, since getting in better shape and stuff, I like, I have ADHD, and so it's only gotten worse, like, mm. since losing some weight, and I, I hate it because I can't sit down and play video games anymore. <laughs> so I'm just like immediately thinking about something else or getting distracted and what are you getting distracted with oh anything and everything i mean squirrel the the whole oh squirrel like that's that's <laughs> i wouldn't say that's me but it's like i mean i can get distracted by anything and then oh two hours later what was i doing again it doesn't help that I literally do have squirrels coming through my yard like every five minutes too, and I have a desert tortoise to keep take care of in the backyard and the pond. So I have a lot wait, of things that are keeping me outside. Tortoise? You have a giant turtle? Well, he's not that big yet. He's about uh, he's about like foot and a half long. Well, hey, show him to me. Let me see what it looks like. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. He's he's chilling right now, so I'm not gonna wake him up. But no, you don't have to pick him up or do any of that stuff. I just want to see what he looks like. Uh, here is the god of the garden right here, taking his nap. Oh wow! How did you get him? <laughs> uh, Let's so a little bit more. So uh, a friend of the family uh, bred them, and uh, he's got California desert tortoise blood. So he – like they can't sell the babies because they're endangered. So you can't really have them on the market, so they just have to basically give them away. Um, but oh, as far as I can me. tell, he's not he's not full-blood desert tor or California desert tortoise. He's like some kind of hybrid or something. But uh, I'll, I'll give him a little pet. He's, he's like, why are you waking me are up? You, uh, how are you able to tell the difference? Oh, it looks like he's awake. How are you able to tell the difference between a, a desert one and something else? Uh, I, I've just looked up and done a lot of research on it. And, like, the Cal we were told he was a California desert tortoise when we got him. But... I mean, if you look at California desert tortoises, he doesn't quite look like one of them. But the, one of the most common pet tortoises is a sulcata, and he doesn't quite look like one of those either, but he definitely looks like something in between. So that's what I'm going with for what he is. All right, hold on. i got to wash my hand real quick. All right. Let's see what we got here. Oof, a bunch of messages from people. Let's see what this is. Yeah, sorry about that. I just had to put my hand in the dirt and wanted to wash it off. Uh, but yeah, so he's, I mean, that's just, that's my best guess. But from the breeder, we were told he was a California desert tortoise. Which, I mean, either way, <laughs> he's going to live at least at least 50 years. But I'm guessing at least over 100 that's pretty cool, man. I didn't expect today that I would be seeing a giant <laughs> tortoise. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's Theodore cool. right there. <laughs> what is? How do you? Uh, what do you feed the thing? 
Uh, so he he mows the lawn, um, and we just feed him. So like he lo- the the one of the main things they eat in the wild is is dandelions. So that's basically his favorite thing because uh, they're high in calcium and a bunch of other good shit. So he he trims the grass. So he likes eating the you know blades of grass. He loves dandelions, and that's all the stuff that he just roams in the yard and just munches on. But then we give him, you know, heads of lettuce, apples, just like general vegetable material. He just fucking, you know, destroys it. Mm. You ever let him in the house, or is he just hang out? In oh, the yeah. Yard? Yeah, so during the wintertime, he, he gets he, – they don't really hibernate, but they – don't want to be outside once it gets colder and so they they normally will burrow in the wild and so we take him in and give him his little box and his blankets and stuff but How big funny is he supposed to get uh, well one of his parents was like good you know four or five feet around so oh i'm gonna say he can he's gonna get at least that big we just have to keep feeding him you know keep keep him in the backyard But yeah, we got I got a pond and I got a tortoise in the backyard and uh it's, it makes the backyard a whole lot more fun, especially the pond though for me. Cuz the tortoise he's just kind of he's just like the the buddy that kind of walks around and you basically don't have to do anything to take care of him really besides making sure he's fed and making sure he doesn't get out and then taking him in in the winter. Which I mean, a pond is also not the highest maintenance thing in the world, but you still got to do a bit more for it. I got to ask you something. I hope it doesn't put you in a sad mood, but I've always oh. wondered this: when when those things get really, really big, I've always wondered what do you what do you do with them once they pass away? Because they get so big and heavy, right? Uh, what? I would say is you got to do something with its shell because you could probably make something cool out of it. But, um, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, dig a big hole, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, but aren't they weirdly enough, heavy? Yeah, y- you know, lighter than you would think. Like, uh, so before, before we had water in this pond, he actually fell in the pond a couple times and, like, chipped part of his shell. And so once we got the once I filled up the pond, I was like, we were kind of worried about him getting in because we were worried about him sinking. But one of the days he, I come out in the yard and I'm like, where is he? And I look and I just see him in the pond and he's floating, like not completely floating, but just the top of his shell and the top of his head with his nostrils are just poking out of the water. And he's just he's just in there chilling. He's just enjoying himself in the pond. And I was just like, well, I guess I don't have to worry about that. So they're they're light enough to float, at least he is. Um, but I'm not quite sure that would still be the case once they got really big. But still, that makes me think about um, this book I read when I was younger, which was like supposed to be the like the real story of Moby Dick. And uh, so after the whale, you know, destroyed their boat and stuff, and they're just they're floating around on their little paddle boats. Uh, one of the things that they had on the ship was tortoises. And so, you know, they're floating, just trying to find their way home on these uh, lifeboats, basically. And yeah, the tortoise was basically like, they could keep it on the boat with them for a while until they had to eat it. And then they would basically drink its blood and like pull everything out of the, it was really gruesome. But 
it just makes me think of that when you when you're asking like what you do with them when they're dead. I'm like, well, I know what they did in that book, but I'm not going to do that. Ooh. So I mean, it's probably similar to what whatever they do when you have a big dog die. I would guess, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'll, but, I'll uh... probably be. I'll probably yeah, be but, dead before him, so I don't think I have to worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, they live for a really long time. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll put it off on my kids. They can worry about it. Well, that's a perfect pet. It lasts for a long <laughs> time, and you don't have to worry about that. With dogs, it's like you dig them seven years later, they're gone. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I've, never, uh, I've never had a dog with that. It's always... I've always wanted a bigger dog, and then it's like, oh, but they live a shorter time. Oh. But got dogs are still cats. awesome. We got just an unbelievable amount of cats. I got I got three at my place. I got my cat, and then my mom's got two cats. Oh, I didn't ask for any of these cats. They, my, <laughs> for some reason, in our neighborhood, all the cats come to us. I mean, we could have a Plenty of ridiculous. They know where the good house is. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife, she loves spoiling them, so we can't get rid of them. Oh my God, come on, there's <laughs> 20 of them. Jeez. Enough is <laughs> enough. Some of them are cute. Some of them, I don't know what the hell went wrong, but ugh. Do they bring you guys gifts? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really, really like me and my wife, so they love bringing rabbits and birds and everything else. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, yeah when they are... like you, apparently that's when they bring the corpses. <laughs> cats are uh, quite comedic creatures. <laughs> that's how you know God's got a sense of humor right there. I hear you there. Placeholder Gaming. That's a weird name. Oh. The tortoises were the early... Oh, I think he's talking about... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the tortoises were one of the first things that the the guys on the boat ate. And then, yes, it did resort... They did 100% resort to cannibalism after that. That book is awesome, though. I read that when I was really young, and it was... Very interesting. Are you uh, are you having to type on your phone? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when I'm yeah, when I'm typing, I'll just type it on my phone. Oh, uh, yeah. If you were or on a tablet. normal computer or something, I'd probably ask you to type a few lines out there in chat so I can get rid of that garbage that troll just did. Oh, I can uh, I can pull it up on my tablet right here. I got my tablet next to my phone. Just uh, let me uh... type one word at a time. Type uh, please, and then next line. Subscribe to my channel. Space it all out so we can get rid of this ass hat that uh, did that on my screen. Oh. Oh no, there we go. Okay, good, good. Now you're doing it. Hell yeah, man. Fill her up on unleaded. 
Oh, I didn't even see what he said. Uh, something about me whooping up on family members and such. Oh. Yeah, Learning that's for... right, folks. When I'm not looking at turtles, I'm kicking kittens in front of buses <laughs> and old ladies. That's me. That's Better stay away from my tortoise, of... Brett. It's <laughs> a whole lot of effort. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that's... I mean, that's what you do when you're not making your YouTube videos. You roam in the streets and uh, looking for... <laughs> That's right. Just looking for somebody to beat with a mop handle. That's right. <laughs> uh, ain't that terrible? <laughs> it's good stuff. Now you got any more questions for me? Ah, uh, let me think. You like that gangster beat with Ken Tovin, huh? Oh heck yeah! I'm gonna still put at least like 20 more views on that today. <laughs> <laughs> Sending it to, I actually sent it to my friend who I was talking about earlier, who's, who's, you know, the one that's the, the atheist. And, uh, I just sent it with him just like, dude, this is the best. <laughs> Cause it's you just, get along it, with your, you get along with your atheist friend in uh, real life or is oh, it I like, get, your, I get along with everyone, but, uh, I mean, that being said, I will still make people very mad when I argue with them because I will not back down in an argument and I will <laughs> do everything in my power to win the argument. So, you know, yeah, I can rub people the wrong way, but like I will say most of my atheist friends, they always still have enough of that fight in them to like, you know, not be like, Oh, I don't want to be your friend anymore because of some stupid shit. But it's also because I think, Deep down, they're not really an atheist. Why you say not that? The, well, just my friends personally, because a true deep atheist is, you know, just a nihilist and has no hope, basically. Uh, in think, my opinion, in my opinion, why do you think he's nihilistic? For it? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think my friends are really that nihilistic, but. But like when I think of the purebred atheist or the the amazing variety, I think of just the mind-numbing nihilists or nihilism and nothingness, basic or worshiping nothingness. <laughs> Which I don't think any of my friends. I would not classify any of my friends as being that, because if I ever encounter someone like that, I'm just gonna stay away. Like I don't want to be around them. It's all about the good vibes. I heard you earlier saying something while I was having you smoke. You said something about uh, strengthening wrists or hands or something. What was that about? I can't hear you. You must have muted yourself. Hello? Oh, I, I accidentally... I, th I thought I was unmuting myself. Sorry. I was taking a puff. Um... So I was talking about my YouTube channel, which I don't really have a lot of videos on there. My most viewed video is something I made like 10 years ago. Um, but I just started uploading again, and I have two videos on, on just hand exercises that I do. Uh, but I have like 10 recorded that I haven't uploaded yet. 
Well, and, why uh, why are you doing a hand exercise for? What's that all about? I thought um, for sure, just as I was walking away, I was like, "Oh no, is he going to talk about jerking off or something?" But, uh, <laughs> what what's the uh, what's the story on that? Uh, so it all comes from the idea that uh, wherever you are in the world, you have everything you need right in front of you, right? At least uh, that's that's the statement that I one statement that I I think about a lot. Uh, and so your ultimate tools for getting anything you want or doing anything you need need to do are your hands. And so, like, me personally, I have really strong hands because I worked in the restaurant industry as a cook for, like, six years. Um, and so, like, that alone already made my hands basically the strongest part of my body because, you know, I was burning them constantly. I was all the work I was doing was with my hands, whether I was cleaning, whether I was making a steak, whether I was, uh, you know, chopping vegetables, like my, my 10 hour, my 10 to 12 hour work day was entirely me standing and doing stuff with my hands. So uh, that's always been my strongest part of my body. And so I'm also was trained for about four years in Taekwondo as a kid. And so I have some martial training. So it's just me. It's just me doing this kind of casual sort of uh, hand strengthening technique that's a little bit of Taekwondo mixed with just flexing your hands to the point where you're making it a hard surface that you can hit with that's not a fist, right? Or like a chopping motion or cat's paw or all the different kind of hand shapes you can take that you can use in a fight or just used in general in your life. It's not, it's not about actually teaching a martial art or anything. I'm just trying to teach people how to make their hands stronger because like i can hit my hand with a hammer right now and it's not gonna hurt or i can you know hold a torch to my fingers for a good six to seven seconds and they're not gonna burn but that's not magic that's just technique and hand strengthening so it's just some weird shit i'm into <laughs> Oof, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't think I'd be talking about that rabbit hole, but uh Well, I heard you mention it earlier, so I figured well, what's up with that? Well, I I'd be interested to think to know what um Von Hilton's thoughts are on this since he's, you know, pagan because uh just the connections with uh like palm reading and all that, because uh, it's part of my uh belief that our hands basically hold a reflection of creation in them as well. So that, that ties back to wherever you are in the world, you have everything you need right in front of you. Cause you got your hand, if you have your own two hands, at least. Um, well, what like, if your hands get chopped off or you're born with that man? Well, then whatever you need to do in your life does not involve your hands. <laughs> Goodness, that's <laughs> but that's why I'm not trying to like tell people how to believe too. I was like, so I'm just telling people what I do, you know. Like this is this is my technique. Um, but it's all based around like free workouts. So, like everyone wants to get put you in a workout regimen when they're telling you like, uh, this is what you need to do to work out. This is you need to do this. You need to do that, and. That's the kind of shit I hate. I, I like to just, all right, I'm working out. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Whatever whatever my body is telling me I need to do. Or whatever, I mean, maybe God is telling me to do. Who knows? 
I'll leave I leave it open to which whatever uh whatever people want to interpret it as. Just because there's so many different languages out there, and so many, this is why these videos also have like no no talking in them, um, so that anyone can watch it, no matter what language they speak, and hopefully they can get the get the message or get the idea that I'm trying to communicate. Are you there? When did you start getting into the whole uh, hand thing? <laughs> uh. Well, like I said, like I've all the jobs I've been doing besides, you know, what I was talking about, where I used to work at Radio Shack, involved. I mean, being a cook, so using my hands the whole time. So it was just kind of, kind of fate, I guess. Fate gave me the path of the hand, or God, or whatever you want to call it. But the funny thing is, uh. <laughs> I got into a little tussle with my, my little brother actually like about a year ago. And <laughs> he, he like pushed me across the room. Right. And then mm -hmm. like got up in my face and I just, I just instinctively smacked him. Right. Like, like a slap. But man, I did not realize how much weight I carry in my hands at the time. And that's, that's why I've now focused on actually trying to, you know, turn it into hand strengthening and not just strengthening, but control so that like, I don't accidentally slap my brother and literally freaking make his temple start bleeding from a slap. <laughs> Cause it was just purely like he pushed me across the room. Cause we were just, it was a stupid argument, right? It was just brothers. And it was, it was, he, it was some stupid shit with the refrigerator. It was the, the argument wasn't important, but he got Hold mad that I was. Second. Hold on one second. Okay. Hello. Is there a problem? Hello? We got another Hola. person in the room. They might have not learned how to speak yet. Are you uh are you able to have a conversation or are you uh were you born dumb? Okay. Go ahead there, Hud Zap. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. Uh something about hands. You were talking about whooping up on your brother or something. And oh I think yeah. You, like knocked his ears off his head or something. <laughs> Well, so he, he pushed me across the room, and I'm like, okay, he, oh, not only that, but he knocks the taco out of my hand, right? I was eating. I was. Oh, I, hell I was trying no. To get, you don't knock the taco I was trying to get the hot sauce out of the fridge. It was something stupid, right? I was trying to get the hot sauce out of the fridge, and he wasn't getting out of the way, and so I, like, moved in front of him to get the hot sauce out, and, like, he pushed me, you know, knocked my food out of my hands. Then he gets in my face, so it's just immediate, you know, just smack. But like, accidentally, like, <laughs> I like, oh shit! I accidentally, like, slightly broke the skin on his temple. But he also thought that I think he thought that at that time that I I still had freaking taco sauce on my hand, and so he thought that he was like really bleeding. And so then I'm like, Oh shit, I'm so sorry. Cause I didn't mean to actually hit my brother. It was just like a quick reaction, you know? And it right. wasn't a hit. It was just a slap. Then he starts fucking wailing on the top of my head, just punching, punching, punching. I'm like, sorry, oh, sorry, no. sorry. <laughs> but you know, sometimes with brothers, you got to get in a little bit of tussle. Got to set, got to set things. Uh, you got to set or, the uh, tone, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it it's like we haven't had any sort of problem since then, and we just look back and laugh at that moment, right? 
So we're just <laughs> brother. It's like I don't know if you watch any Star Trek, but uh, the Depends episode where Picard. When you're talking about. Well, there's in Next Generation the episode where Picard goes back to visit his brother after he was uh, assimilated yeah. as a Borg, yeah, and they, they get into a the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start just you know they're covered in mud after punching the shit out of each other, and they just start laughing. It's like. <laughs> Oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> but the point I was trying to make from that is that I have built up a lot of strength in my hands just based on the jobs I was doing. And so that just in general means my hands are heavier and have more muscle in them. And so just a simple slap is like my hand is like a flail because it has I don't have a lot of upper body strength, but I have a lot in my hands. So it's just like, you know, I'm swinging a flail basically. And so that's kind of the basis, though, of the, the martial art, too, is that it is it is a martial art technique, but I'm not even calling it a martial art. It's just a strengthening technique to strengthen your whole body through your hands. Ah. But I really didn't think I'd be talking about this, so sorry about my rambling, but I, at least it's, no, at least it's like something, hearing, right? I like hearing <laughs> people talk. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Even when it's just... Uh, nonsensical ramblings. Well, we're having a discussion. You're talking about we've talked <laughs> about the turtle, the gardening, and all that. I open these live shows, and that's how I can just hear my own head rattle. I like to hear what's oh, going yeah. on with other people. You know? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Right. I don't know. What, what? How do you feel about what's going on in the world right now? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I I feel like for the first time in my life I've got this just twinkle of hope like oh we finally we finally are getting past the bad part but that's just that's just what my heart's telling me so I have no idea but why do you think that for it just seems like we're finally getting that paradigm shift like things are the worm is finally starting to turn you know like it had to get really bad before things could start getting better again, right? I don't know, man, with what's going on in these other countries. And then the fear of being nuked and all that, that's got me crawling up the wall. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And one of my friends had a creepily prophetic dream about about that the other night. But I can, lives... I can understand from your perspective, everything's chill. You got a nice area. You've got a damn turtle that takes care of the grass for you. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, man, you got it going on. Somebody messes with you, they get popped with those Popeye hands. So, yeah. <laughs> no, well, hey, good. I if, mean. If you're, if you're feeling good and you're feeling optimistic, don't listen to me. I'm from uh, misery. That's what they call it over here. <laughs> You know, one of my friends, one of my friends in uh, in Montana was from Missouri, and uh, he's a good guy. One of my favorite people. <laughs> got your buddy from Missouri, yeah. But still, I mean, you got you got your wife, you got your kids, you got your, you got your cats that you don't really want, but you know they still come by to visit you. <laughs> yeah. I mean. That's the cool thing is like no matter how bad things get, at least in my opinion, we always there's always still something that can keep us uh, keep us going. Right. Well, there's kind of a dichotomy for me. 
I haven't done too many videos about it. But uh, my wife and my kids, and of course, we all love each other. We get along great and all this kind of stuff. But there's the concern, and I think every religious person has this issue. My kids are not really into the whole uh, God concept. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, according to all these religious folks I watch on a daily basis, if you're not into it this way or jumping through these hoops or these steps, you're going to be in some kind of trouble. So that kind of makes me nervous. That makes it hard on me as a daddy. Yeah. See, I don't really like, I don't really like the people that try to to tell you what is, what's going to bring someone to God or not. Like, because I mean, I think it's important that I mean, you still, you still told them, or you still, you know, brought them up with the stories, right? That well, even if they decide that, they don't, uh, that's the problem, Hudzap. I uh, I was a popular former atheist, yeah, for years, and uh, my son apparently he's um, he's not like a, like an atheist or anything like that. He's into enlightenment. He looks into Hinduism and Buddha, and uh, he likes some of the tenets of Christianity. He's got no problem or hate. It's just that he's not um, a lot of when people are younger, they just don't seem like they're as fascinated or interested. It oh seems yeah, like it's not until later on in people's life after you're twenty and. You know, you start thinking about that mortality and issues like that. But problem with this world is, is that you never know when you're going to go bye-bye, you know? Yep. And wisdom only comes with age, too, which is, can make things challenging when it comes to, like, trying to spread wisdom, specifically. Yeah. Because knowledge is easy. I mean, everyone can get knowledge, but wisdom is the hard part. This will come off kind of cold-blooded, but my wife and I, we talk on the deck from time to time when we're smoking, and she says, well, because she's not as passionate about this stuff as I am mm-hmm. and doing what I'm doing, she believes there's, like, something out there. She's just not really sure, but she does believe something watches over us and protects us, and she's into prayer. She just mm-hmm. doesn't... Um, get into it as as much and she asked me she said if you knew for sure that all of us were going to basically be what i refer to as annihilationism what would you do i believe in god man but i gotta be honest with you if i see my family being dropped down in a hole and stuff uh, honestly and god knows my heart i'd have a very difficult time dealing with that oh yeah i mean i i think most most uh, God-fearing men would would be in the same boat. And oh, the ones, well, the ones I've that are. To, I've talked to a couple of Christians online about this, and uh, I've been. Uh, I got yelled at for it, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I've only been a theist for six years, and the rest of my life I was an atheist. So now you know you're telling me that my uh, loved ones might get cooked. Well, that's that's not very joyful. It's like, yeah, see, that's, see, that's to me true wisdom right there, though, because, like, I mean, the story of Cain and Abel all started with a prophetic dream that Eve had, and then her actions that she took because of that dream is what made Abel kill Cain, or sorry, what made Cain kill Abel, like, so the, these, this, to me, the stories are frameworks, 
right? Like, uh, like Abraham was supposed to kill his son, but then God stopped him at the last second because, you know, he actually wasn't supposed to kill his son. But everyone still thinks like, oh, no, no, you've got to listen to God and kill the son. Like, Well, I, I believe that if he story, tells- I believe that story, uh, it, I believe the story happened, but I also believe that God was teaching him a lesson. Yeah. He's basically saying that I'm not going to let you in the life of your own child. But it was kind of like a, a forbearance of what was going to happen in the future. Isn't it interesting that God protected the child from his father and the, and the destruction, the sacrifice that would happen, but he would give up his own son in the New Testament? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's the interesting part about the, the whole Jesus story is because it to me it, it is supposed to be the end of all sacrifice rituals. Like after the Jesus story – that was supposed to be God telling us, like, okay, no more of this bullshit. If you do, then you will only bring suffering. Um, cause like, I mean, I there is no part of my book that would ever say like, oh yeah, God's gonna take your family and like put them in a hole and make you watch or something like that, like. That's just not even possible, in my opinion. Well, there's there's some religious folks out there who believe that if you don't do certain things, like you have to fully accept Jesus Christ, you have to accept the Holy Spirit. Uh, some churches they expect you to say some stuff before getting dunked in either a lake or. Why, why don't they just tell you pool. to just behave more like Jesus? That's what I want to know. <laughs> like well, actually, I, I just hope... read his story and try to be more like him. Yeah. But Jesus got baptized, the disciples got baptized and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, my but my daughter, she pretty much, the things that she thinks about is, what what's a cool thing to watch on television? What am I going to do to have fun today? And she's mm-hmm. a real, both my kids are incredibly awesome. But they're not into the whole spiritual thing. Well, I mean, the way I look at it is as long as you as long as you keep remaining strong on it, eventually they'll come to it. Like, I mean, cause I was, I've never been an atheist, but I was like pretty agnostic for a very long time. And I mean, <clears throat> I claimed to be an atheist to get out of the religion that my family was trying to force me into. So I like to get them off my back. I just like, Oh no, I'm an atheist. Well, hold but, on like, one second. If that is the actual Vaughn and not a video recording, you know, the code. All right. See, I've been waiting for that. I figured somebody was doing a sock account because I know you usually get on video. All right, you got to do the double cross. There we go. That's definitely Vaughn. Yo, yo. Yes, it's definitely me. My voice, my name was called, and here I am. Uh, <laughs> what did you have in mind? I was just making sure. I thought somebody was uh, doing a sock account on you. No, 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 no. I mean, my name was called. Somebody called me here. What? What's oh, going on? Zap, he he likes you. He he's oh, been listening okay. whenever you come <laughs> on. And no, he's not a troll. He's good people. He likes okay. some I, of the adventures, I, and he he also wanted to talk to you about the paganism thing. I suppose. Yeah. I was ahead, I was mentioning hood. also that last time. Uh, Last time I was on, which was probably like a year or two or some, you know, a while ago. I was on with you guys at some point. I don't know if you remember my voice, but. Sonic kind of, sort of. I, I remember voices better than I do names, that's for sure. 
I'm not very good with names, but I oh, me neither. I can remember faces and voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, I can remember resonance, but not <laughs> names very right. effectively. Right. Yeah, I'm still working on Cianoras, man. I can't wait until I get that down. That's going to be awesome. It's all in the color. It'll be very cool. Yeah, it is in the color. Because if you if you know what to look for and you know what those colors mean, man, you got that shit nailed. You know, it's nailed, absolutely no problem. So anyway, what did you what did you I mean you called me here. What what did you want? Uh I mean I was just I was just talking with Brett. Uh I just mentioned oh. you, but um oh. we were talking about turtles and gardening and nature <laughs> and all that. Okay. And and I think it's because of the paganism. He wanted to talk nature with the end about different spirituality oh. and all that. And I think I remember what it was. To, I think he wanted to put his big strong hands on you too. <laughs> Okay. I, I, I'm kidding with you, Hudzap. I'm kidding. All right, I'll be right back, guys. You guys get into it, and I'll uh, do my thing. Hudzap's cool. You'll like him. All right. Okay, what, so yeah. what I was talking about was specifically uh, um, Brett was telling me to plug my channel, so I was talking about like the two videos I have on my channel, which are like hand strengthening exercises. Right. And yeah. then from there, Brett and I were talking about like everything revolving the hand and how the hand is basically holds a reflection of the universe in it right mm-hmm, or at least mm-hmm. of the solar system mm-hmm. and like because you know you got your finger of jupiter finger of saturn finger of apollo finger of mercury mm-hmm. um but I, I was talking to him about how i basically you know i worked in restaurants for about seven years so i mm-hmm. i literally all the work i did was with my hands whether it's cleaning cooking you know burning myself on a flat top Mm-hmm. holding my hands over a barbecue everything was about strengthening the hands and so yeah. i also when i was younger took taekwondo so i was just explaining myself for like what the basis for the uh my how to turn your hands into well, I, I typed it weep hands because i was pretty sure weapons is not an okay phrase to use on youtube so it's just my <laughs> how to turn your hands into weep hands uh youtube series but uh it's I'm basically trying to kind of start a not really a martial art, but a a training exercise entirely based around strengthening your hands first, and then that will strengthen the rest of your body afterwards. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard like the phrase of wherever you are in the universe, you have everything you need right in front of you. I've heard uh, that. Yeah. So I mean, obviously that's not that's a very broad statement, but yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the basis of like okay, then your ultimate tools or your game controllers in this simulation, however way you want to put it, are your hands. Right. Well, I, I'm not a palmist, and I don't claim to be one, but I know I know that uh, this main line right here, uh, the index finger and next to the thumb here, you, want, you don't want this big-ass line to be severed in any way. So every I know everybody's looking at oh, fuck fuck I gotta look at my you know but as long, <laughs> but as, long as this main line from the, the index line. finger yeah the, it goes from the index finger down to the middle of the bottom of the palm here you don't want that one to be severed in any way because if it is you got a problem a big one yeah uh, now you know of course most people's is not but I mean you know if you do happen to see it uh, that's a problem that's a big one so yeah mine is mine is uh quite deep my lifeline in it but interestingly yeah. enough i actually have a double one right at the start so i don't know mm-hmm. what that's about 
But I have a theory mm -hmm. that it's uh, some something to do with uh, having an extra soul in my body or something like that. Because uh, well, or, or maybe it, maybe you're just maybe you're doing round two of a of a, a previous life and you didn't you didn't finish what you needed to finish and so you're back to finish it again in this life. Yeah, that would uh, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> and that's why you have two lines. That's because you got to finish what you started, man. You know, I believe that. I believe I believe that they bring you back until you get done doing what it is, whatever it is they want you to do. My I first memory, my first memory that I have is me talking to uh, one of my dad's friends, and my dad mm -hmm. telling him to tell, telling me to tell his friend what age I was, and I was saying zero, zero. So I wasn't even one years old one year old yet when i started talking like mm -hmm. pretty effectively mm -hmm. so i guess i guess there's more evidence to what you're talking about too oh, yeah. interesting thoughts oh yeah but yeah as far as i know uh, now like again i'm not a palmist don't claim to be but uh, mm. my understanding is that this main line here from the index finger down mm. to the middle of the bottom of your palm here you don't want that one severed because that's your lifeline that's that's important and if it is then severed, you should probably figure out why <laughs> you, you should probably be making making a, a, a peace with the gods or something <laughs> yeah. that would that would be my that would be my 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 statement is uh, hey man you know you look down and that that big ass line in your hand is severed yeah you might want to make peace with the gods and find out uh, you know because it wouldn't be a home. bad idea to write your will at this point <laughs> it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to write a will yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but uh, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, most people though they've got a nice deep bloodline uh, in there and uh, lifeline, whatever. And uh, you know, most most people do. Bong! Somebody bonged me. Who bonged me? Um, yeah, said the, they finally found it. Whatever that is. <laughs> the palm reading. Palm reading is very interesting to me because, like, yeah. I feel like everyone wants to like put so much definition into what the lines mean. But one thing I've noticed is that. Doing hand workouts, you can really manipulate what your palm lines say nice. if you specifically work out your hands. And so my idea is that that is the best way to actually harness fate or take control of fate or, you know, find your place within fate. If you believe in fate. <laughs> well, in paganism, there is these three crones that are called the three fates. And um, they uh, they pretty much um, tweak the lifeline of your of your uh, the the line of your life. You have, it's like a little like a thread, and then they'll tweak that thread uh, one way or another to you know to either help or hinder uh, your particular walk along that path. And uh, it's interesting reading, if nothing else. It's kind of like like a past, present, and future spirit, or something, or yeah, something like that. Uh, the three fates they pretty much handle handle pretty much everything um, uh, in regards to your lifeline. Uh, delivery pending? No, I ain't got no fucking delivery. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I got two messages. I finally found it, and you didn't find it with me. Bye. See ya. All right. I love mobile devices. <laughs> I used to oh, not like too. them. I used to not like them that much, but I like I like the fact that I can block a some bitch on this thing just instantly. You know, <laughs> I love that shit. Love that shit. Why in the fuck can't everybody else do that? As, as soon as you get off. the alert, just pow. Pow. Yep. Right in the kisser. Yep. 
Oh, right in the yeah, I'm a, I yep. love the mobile devices too because I just get to, you know, basically be. I have two devices in front of me, but I'm still sitting outside right now. And right. Enjoying and the backyard. You, you have, I think you have a short in your microphone there, bro, because I keep hearing just before you cut out, it, I hear a staticky sound, and I think you have a short in your microphone. That yeah, would probably explain that it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My bad, guys. Well, then you uh, probably need a new microphone anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. This is my little brother's old one anyway, so I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. See, I'm I'm prophetic after all. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Dialed in. Dialed in. What you been up to, Zayvon? Uh, not a whole lot, really. Uh, Saturday, um, I worked on my airplane. I, I had a I had an elevator problem. When I, when I would flip my elevators, one would go up and the other would go down. It's like, uh-oh, it ain't supposed to do that. So I had to go in there and I had to literally rip the, uh, rip the servo out and uh, flip the, flip the, uh, the uh, longer arm and, and flip it around so that uh, both elevators go up and down simultaneously like they're supposed to. But when I went to glue it back in, the damn glue hardened before I had a chance to align it properly. And so now the elevator, instead of being up like this, is now down like this. And it's like, well, son of a bitch. So now I'm going to have to rip the fucker back out again, realign it, and then hopefully glue it down this time nice and level before it dries hard. But I just, it dried so quickly. It was, it was crazy. It, it dried extremely quickly. I, it caught me by surprise. I wasn't expecting it to to dry and harden that fast because usually I got to sit there and hold the fucker for like 45 minutes to an hour, but not this time, man. I mean, it was quick this time. It's like, well, shit, you know? So, uh, so I got to rip it out again and glue it back down again. And hopefully this time uh, I'll have it nice and straight and, and I'll be able to fly this thing, man. I'm ready to fly. I'm ready to fly this plane. It's going to be great. I, I, I have always wanted to have an actual RC plane to fly. I, I always have had those cheap little helicopters and shit. It's so much mm -hmm. fun. But mm -hmm. you take them outside and then you just lose them. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you won't lose this. I mean, the wingspan's like about this, so you can't lose it. Well, not really. Oh, heck yeah. You know, I, there's a plane. hobby shop. I haven't. You haven't seen my planes? Oh, my goodness. No. Let me show you something. Hold on, man. Oh, yeah, there it is. There's a part of a Haberstadt D2. Oh, nice. The, uh, I was testing the uh, the the uh, rigidity of these here barbecue skewers. And I tell you, these barbecue skewers are tough, man. They can take they can take a punch. They can take a punch and come back for more. So I was really impressed. But I wanted to the, I've been using barbecue skewers in like dioramas ever since elementary school. Best crafting yeah. material. Yeah, and, and and they're cheap, you know. You can buy a whole bag yep. of them for next to nothing, and and these and these uh, popsicle sticks too. You know, the popsicle sticks is flat, the flat popsicle stick, and uh, you get a bunch of them for next to nothing. And I said, well, you know, I'll give these a try. So I tested them on this, and they tested out really, really nice. It worked out real well. And then uh, sweet, so that one kind of a test bed, and then I got.
My first plane was a false E1, but it's way out in the garage under lock and key, so I didn't get a chance to do it. But now this one here, uh, I actually flew this one by hand. I didn't run it under power, but I flew it by hand. And um, it too is a test bed. I've, I I totally smashed the landing gear though. I got to fix the landing gear, but but I just I've got a new one prepped and ready. So I'll just take the guts out of this one and put it in the new. One. But um, this here is also a test bed, obviously. Uh, you know, testing testing uh, you know the the uh, the framework the, uh, basically the framework, yeah, and uh, the the struts again and make sure. And uh, you know, it's it's pretty tough, man. Of course, the landing gear just kind of yeah, what the hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh but yeah man that uh, you know i've been i've been uh, making these planes and having a hell of a lot of fun doing it it's really fun and of yeah that's I'm awesome gonna... i didn't even know there's somebody out here named steve short they say hi from england yeah I smacked, we the american I, boy I, over here i smacked this one up pretty good and the only damage is that this this back uh, this back uh, barbecue skewer came loose. Whoops, back barbecue skewer came loose. But hell, I can just glue that back. That's no big deal. But uh, the back barbecue skewer came loose on me is the only is the only real. And I mean, I I mean this thing smacked hard, man. I thought, <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna it's gonna disintegrate. But it you know, but no, it held together and and uh, it was able to do do quite nicely. Midnight, what are you doing much here? Yeah, my only exposure to Vaughn has just been your shows, Brent. So I don't even I even know he flew planes. He does all kinds of neat stuff. We got somebody out there called Atheist Jewish Messiah. Says Brett, do you still play ESO? I do. I do from time to time. Atheist Jewish to, Messiah. Looking forward to the new DLC. Yep. Now this is the one I'm working on now. And like I said, I I I unhooked the, the elevator to, to straighten it out, and uh, I'll be damned if I didn't get it crooked again, only this time it's in the <laughs> down position. It's in the down position instead of the up position, but at least I got them both doing doing the same thing, you know, now, finally. But, uh, yeah, I got to do uh, I got to do it. I got to rip it out, glue it back down again, hopefully level this time, uh, so that my elevators are level. As soon as I get this elevator level, I cram my electronics in there, and I'm ready to fly, man. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to put. That's awesome. That's that's the coolest one too. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna fly. I'm 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 absolutely convinced it's gonna fly really really well. Hey now, claws, you get them claws away from my foam aircraft, man. Uh, your claws would rip this plane to shreds. But anyway, uh, I'm ready to fly as soon as I fix that elevator. And uh, it's this is a, what they call Newport 11. It's a tiny tiny little fighter. Is that a dog or a cat? I think it was a dog. It was black on black, so I couldn't tell very well. Yeah. Oh, there's the airplane. Oh, man. Boy, it's been one of those tiring days. Hmm. 
I found yeah. a sticker company. I found a sticker company that lets me make realistic stickers for the planes. And so it, it's uh, working out really good for me. But uh, I'm going to try and uh, get this plane in the air. As soon as I fix that damn elevator, I'm going to get this plane in the air by hook or by crook and get it up and flying. And uh, hopefully... Hopefully, uh, makes it make 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 it. Uh, I'll, I'll get the video. I'll do a video on it, and I've got a tripod, so I'll do a video on it. Get it up in the air and get it flying good. What is uh, your channel, Vaughn? Huh? What is your channel? <clears throat> well, I I was this close to being monetized on Twitch, and a bunch of YouTube trolls hacked my account and put a bunch of filth in my about section, and then reported me to Twitch. And Twitch says, well, we can't take it back. We can't bring you back your channel. And so I'm like, okay, defamation suit, sweet cheeks. And then <laughs> uh, uh, then we'll see what happens to Twitch after that, because I'll own Twitch. I'll be the new owner. Okay, because I know for a fact, I know for a fact that I ain't messed with my about section of my damn Twitch channel in like 20 goddamn years. So, yeah, yeah. You know. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, the point is, though, is that uh, they don't, you know, they didn't want me monetized. So they, you know, they found a way to to keep me from getting money because I was bringing in 500 to 1,000 views per video, per live show and, and video. And, and that would have been decent money. I mean, I wouldn't have been oh, yeah. rich or nothing. I would, that's, I wouldn't enough have been to make, uh, that's enough to make a small living off of, though, at yeah, least. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be rich or anything, but I would be able to pay my bills and shit, so, which is what I wanted. And so, you know, they, so, you know, the next time you hear a YouTube troll say, Vaughn Hilton needs to get a job, you say, well, you, you took a job from him, motherfucker, and beat him right in the fucking face, you know, smash their face. Oh, that's Christ what they need. Yeah, I know. Careful, careful. Why, why do they, why do they get to tell you what your job is, too? Like, well, why do well, people they, think well, that? Well, they, well, they, because they think they're God's gift to fucking mankind. That's why. <laughs> They do. They take their God's gift to mankind, and I'll tell you all what, right. the gods I serve are going to fuck them a new asshole. Watch and see. Watch and see. All right, all right. Come Watch on, it. man. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, I was this fucking close to being monetized on Twitch, literally. I mean, just a few more steps, man, and I would have been monetized. And they know that. That's why they shut my channel down. That's why they did what they did. They're a bunch of fucking criminals. They're a bunch oh. of domestic terrorists. They need their ass beat, every one of them. That's that's what needs to happen. It's unfortunate that it can't happen. Got a feckless FBI. We got a feckless goddamn governor. We got a feckless everyone that don't want to fucking do their job and arrest people. That oh yeah, well so what if they're destroying people's lives? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> you know, okay, whatever. Uh, somebody in outside chat right, says, well, let's, uh, let's get a different topic going. Yeah, on. Brett. Brett well, Brett. Uh, some, yeah, Brett. Somebody in outside chat wants to know if you're still playing ESO, dude. Yeah, I already told them. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I didn't yeah, see. Yeah, while you were in the other room. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. I just saw it. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I I haven't played ESO in a while. I probably should get back to playing it again. But like I said, I got some local shit I got to deal with. But as soon as I get that handled, I should be all some right. Some woken shit. What's local, that? All local. Local. Oh, okay. Got to take care of some local shit first. But it's it's working in my favor, so that's good. That's good. Yes, I need to cool it down. Definitely. That's good. I got a, I got this little program on my mobile device that says it, it lets me know if the if the uh, mo the hell I don't need that shit. Oh. What the hell? No, 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 no. Damn. Oh boy. All right. There we go. That's better. 
Pop up ads. I hate them. So we were talking about the concept of hell earlier, uh, Vaughn. What is your uh, perspective, Vaughn? What's your brand of hell? I really, I, you know, I never, you know, I actually never really talked to the gods about hell that much. Um, you know, I never really, I never really broached the subject with them. Um, you know, I, I really never talked about heaven or hell, either one. I never really, never really, um, never really thought about it, to be honest with you, because I mean, you know, I got, I got so much shit I'm doing. Cause I'm, you know, I got all this local shit I'm handling and plus the trolls on the internet. And then plus there's all kinds of shit happening here in America. And then you know, by extension, there's a whole kinds of shit happening in the world. And so, you know, it's been keeping me pretty busy. I mean, I hadn't really, I hadn't really thought about it. I, you know, I know, I know the gods have kind of a laissez faire uh, attitude when it comes to a lot of the bullshit that most orthodoxies put out there oh well you gotta have an altar and you gotta you gotta you gotta do this seven times a day or you gotta do this on such and such a date and and i and i went to him i said you know hey is any of this shit fucking real they're like no mankind did that to you we didn't put all that shit on you that was mankind did that crap i said oh, well what do you what do you expect you know they said well if you want to do a feast or a festival every now and then or you want to make a a a, a a a fresh rock altar or something like that you can but i mean you know we're not going to bust your balls over it i'm like okay you know but yeah a lot of that shit according to the gods i serve they told me that shit was old man done that shit that had nothing to do with them at all they don't yeah. they don't want to hinder you they're not into hindering you they're not into restricting you in any way shape or form you know, and if you're tied down with a bunch of rules and regulations, that's not from them. That's from man. Okay, that's but there's, uh, there's a little bit of a thing here. I mean, uh, there's this, uh, you have this perspective that justice needs to be served to the guilty and the wrong, right? Right, correct. So obviously there's guys out there who've uh, raped and murdered children. Correct. They shouldn't be put in the same place as you in the end, right? No. No, of course not. No. So, uh, that's Thoth, what I'm Thoth wondering. Very, where the hell did they go? Do you got like a, a pagan trash? Well, Thoth, Thoth was very, Thoth, yeah, Thoth was very clear. He went down, he, he called it the Halls of Amente, which is a place that leads down to hell. And uh, he traveled the Halls of Amente and reached the underworld. And he met the leader of the underworld down there, did not like him at all. And he come back and basically said, hey, fuck this yin yang shit. You see evil, you destroy it. Yeah, dog, I'm coming. Well, looks like he's having a conversation with the animal. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with what he's saying, though. Like, that hell is entirely mankind's own creation, and that it's also our choice whether or not we will go down the path of hell. So, like, yes, a pedophile, he's already made that choice to, choice, correct. to, to correct. travel into the depths. And... That's why it's the job of like you know strongmen to keep him down there too. Uh, he ain't coming back. Once yeah. you cross the river sticks, you ain't coming back. You'd uh, it would it would take it would take uh, it would take an emissary of the gods to get you back. Uh, now I have been I have been brought back, but I didn't go. I don't. Well, I don't. It might have been. It might have been the underworld. I was thinking. I was thinking it was the plains of oblivion, but it might have been the underworld. But uh, I was in, I was in this, I died and I was in this dark area. 
there was a little tiny bit of light, but very, very little. Just enough for me to see that I'm surrounded by all these demons and evil spirits, and they're trying their best to fucking destroy me. And I'm fighting with them, you know, using my martial arts to fight against them. And I'm fighting with them, and... Um, and, 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 you know, there's more of them than there is of me. So obviously, you know, we all know how that scenario is, is ultimately going to end if it keeps going. Mm. But, um, well, you know, and, and then at the last second, I get yanked back out of there and I'm brought back and whoop, here I am again. Hi, guys. You know, so uh, I don't Why know. Why do you think we went to the underworld for, Von? To show me, to show me what, what's really going on, I guess. I don't know. To show me, show me what I'm really up against, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm assuming, you know, I don't think I don't consider myself an evil person. So I don't think Sit. I went. I don't think I went there as punishment. I think I went there to show Prepare me you for the future. Yeah, possibly, possibly. You know, I was I was watching that. I was watching that Jordy Rose video. Uh, and, and, you know, it was funny because all the trolls and haters are like, oh yeah, man, all that shit about Mandela effect, that's all bullshit, man. And that, you know, and so I show that video of Jordy Rose where he says, uh, no, actually the Mandela effect is caused by us and we're doing it. And we're going to, we're going to go into these alternate realities and these alternate, uh, existences. And we're going to suck all the energy out of them. And it's going to be great guys. And I'm like, uh, wait a minute. If you suck all their energy out, aren't they going to get pissed over that shit? Yeah, they are. Okay, and, and and you know, have you played Doom, uh, dude? You played Doom? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Okay, well, what's the story about Doom? Remember? Uh, demons from hell, or the war planet, or not hell, but the Mars, Mars, which is the war planet. Uh, right. And then, get and then, yeah. Okay. The premise, the premise is, is that the, well, the, there's a there's a portal on Mars, which is why mm -hmm. Mars. Is, but the but the but but the premise is, is that this company, I forget the name of the company right offhand. Do you remember the name of the company? No, no, that would I don't be. either. I don't either for some strange reason. But anyway, okay. The premise is, is that this company can can open up a portal to hell through Mars and suck all the energy out of it, just like Jordy Rose said in the video, and everybody went. <gasps> Going to war with the universe, basically, right? Well, he's like, oh, we'll suck all the energy out of all these alternate universes, all these alternate realities, and it'll be great, guys, you know? And I'm like, no, it ain't going to be great because somebody's going to get pissed. Aren't there people in those? <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. I mean, somebody's going to get pissed. You know, There's actually I mean, a, a Stargate uh, Atlantis episode about them doing that, but the, the oh, result yeah? is, ends up in them basically – destroying an entire solar system and trying to harness the technology. So Ooh. hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah, that would be bad. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, the, 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 uh, you know, you know, cause everybody's like, Oh yeah, that Mandela effect stuff. That's all bullshit. And you know, these, the multiverse and the alternate realities, that's all bullshit. And here's Jordy Rose saying, Oh, uh, no, it ain't actually, we've been doing it now for quite a while. <laughs> It's like, oh fuck, you know, it, it's terrifying. I mean, this guy and and this guy's so excited, you know, he's just so happy about it. Like, oh, it's gonna be great, guys! And I'm like, no, it ain't gonna be fucking great. No, no, I've watched no, too many sci-fi movies. You're opening Hold up a hole second. you can't close. Hold on, right. Hold on. Let me make what? you on the let me make you on the big screen real quick so you can oh, see okay. what this is all about. Okay. Hello, what's up? Hello, hello, mate. Hello. Good night. How you doing? Yeah, Mr. Gamer, how you doing? 
Is that all you got for me is hello? Hello, hello. I don't know why you say <laughs> goodbye. I say hello. All right. We'll see if Gamer can get it worked out. Look like your internet connection's under. Well, a lot of times people don't know how to work their fucking hardware. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, these very simple devices are very complicated for some people. Sometimes, yeah, for some people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. For some oh, people. Rough. <laughs> I, that, that's my favorite joke, though, whenever anyone who is, like, obviously does the fake, like, oh, my stuff's not working. It's like, come on, it's not that hard. It's <laughs> 2022 for fun. You know, I look, what, the, the one that gets me is, I can't afford a webcam. I said, you ain't got six bucks at Walmart? Six bucks for an HD. You don't have a cell phone. I mean, yeah, I'm on my well, phone well, right well, now. Yeah, well, yeah, all the mobile devices now have built-in webcams. But I mean, you know, this was before that. And oh I yeah. Said, Listen, man, you know, a webcam is six bucks at Walmart. You ain't got six bucks. I'm on fixed fucking income, and I got six bucks. I got me a nice. In fact, I got me a nice webcam, but I got me a Logitech, man. But oh still, yeah, hell I yeah. Mean, you know, I mean, six bucks at Walmart, and you got a fucking HD webcam, and you're fucking online. You know, it might not be. You know the best picture, but at least you're going to be fucking up and running. And so, at you least know, you're standing. At least your face is standing behind your voice, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly right. You know, you should be able to show who you are if somebody requires it. Because there is a lot of scammers out there, like Brett said. There's a lot of scammers out there, and you need to be able to prove who the fuck you are. Because if I don't know who the fuck you are, I'm all gonna right, we're going like to try the gamer person again. Gamer, what's up, man? Did you get it worked out? Thank God for CPT. Did you suck? Oh, yes, you did. Right in the ball. <laughs> fucking loser. Yeah. Let's get rid loser. of you. Now you're banned permanently, bitch boy. Now you're banned permanently, yeah. Exactly. That's the that's the Borg for you right there. See you okay. later, you fucking loser. Can't, can't say any words of their own. Uh, yeah. Uh-uh. I like that some bit said my face, see what happens. Yeah, well, uh, well after, 20, after 20 years, not one person has darkened that door. So now, what, what does that tell you? Oh, I know. I've been on YouTube for 20 years. I've had uh, 10,000 threats a day. Ain't one of these fucking turds ever showed ain't up. Nobody, ain't nobody darkened that <clears throat> i tell you what, I live out in the woods and shit. Even Jason Voorhees don't travel this fucking deep in the forest. I'd yeah, do it. I love going through the woods. But I would just do it to say hi to you. <laughs> and I would yeah, never got... do it unannounced also because, you know, I've lived idea, in the country yeah. before. You got and big I'm never going to get down here too, the size of World of Warcraft mount. <laughs> yep. Oh, I bet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my, I, my neighbor down the road here. He, he, was, he was out walking in his front yard or his backyard, excuse me. He was walking in his backyard, and someone spoke to him said, look up. And he looks up, and there's a big-ass mountain lion sprawled across the branch. For real. For real. That's when you turn right the fuck around. Mm-hmm. Or run. you pull out Don't your run. stick so that you keep a stick between it and you. Don't run, though. <laughs> Yeah, no. Don't don't put your back to it. Don't even room. Listen. Don't take your eyes off of it. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Got another person here. If it's the same fucking retard, I'm gonna let you know something right now. You scream like a fucking dummy. No one gets on camera. No one's gonna be broadcast unless they show themselves on camera. 
So you better fucking think about it. You either become an adult real quick or that's it. What you got to say? Make it quick. You got something you want to say? Whole lot of nothing. Yep, apparently. All right, learn how to fix your shit over there, you dummy. Well, I ain't got shit to say. You know, the gods may be keeping his fucking electronics from working, too, you know? They thought about that. What's the deal there, Kenny? You going to be able to contain yourself? <laughs> Kenny, you got something for us? Got to have not? that magic tuck w- touch with the technology. Mm. L- make sure it serves you and you're not serving it. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Kenny, are you able to have a conversation or what? Dang it, Kenny. <laughs> My goodness, man. You sound like a chimney over there. You all right? No, he sounds like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I meant to mute that. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Oh, dude, when you, you do hear that the... right into the mic like that, it's pretty horrific. <laughs> I need to get an actual non-headset mic so I can just... You right, know. Kenny, go into the My Little Pony room and test that your microphone. Learn how to do shit, all right? Jeez. And that, my friend, is why hell was created. <laughs> Let's see what we got for dummies like that. Gotta have a Kenny, place to did put you the- get it working yet? Maybe if you quit slobbing all over that microphone, screaming on top of your lungs, you could be able to not have the problem there, dum-dum. <laughs> You know, all, all joking aside, he could have blown out the filament in the microphone. Yeah, you know, he's probably over there screaming right now, thinking he's making a difference in the world. Not making no difference. What? My mind. microphone ain't working. I practically lost my voice from all this screaming. Karma is just understanding cause and effect. That's right. You tell him. <laughs> well, okay, my yeah, brother just got cool. home. I'm going to go hang out with him, guys. So I, I'm going to get off for now. But, okay. but I had a great time. Um, I'm going to be on for the next one for sure. Sounds good, man. Sounds but good. peace out. I love you guys. All right. Love you too. Let's see what we got. Let me see if I can get you back on the big screen. Mm-hmm. This will try to do this for a little bit longer. There we go. There we go. Switch the deal. Can't believe how stupid some people are. They're trolls, dude. They don't give a fuck. They don't know. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's just ridiculous. What the hell's wrong with these people? Too focused on now instead of focusing on the future. That's it. No, I used to be one of them type of people, Vaughn, where I just figured, you know, if you get sick or you're not feeling well, then just, you know strengthen your immune system and all that just kind of work it off type of thing mm-hmm. but nowadays i think that there's a lot of people that might need to be medicated you know well it's my belief that the democrat party totally opened up the doors to the insane asylum and just let everybody every motherfucker out man i, I don't believe i believe the democrat party literally emptied out the insane asylums i really do 
I believe it's scary that. when you think about it. There's more crazy people walking in the street than there is in institutions. Crazy. Where the fuck they all come from? I I, I really do believe they lose the end. They, they open them up, man. I, I really because like what the fuck, man? I, I mean every every crazy motherfucker you can think of is out there now. It's like holy shit. All right, so here's the deal, Kenny. I'm not putting anybody up here until I see you on camera. Yep. You gotta you gotta show yourself on camera for a little bit before I yeah, put you up on bit. video. Let us know who you are, man. Yeah, no camera and no play. That's the way it is. Yep. I mean, even if it's just for a minute or two, shit. Yeah, hey, man, you got a bunch of hostess, huh? Yeah, got me, got me some cupcakes. I could use a twink here, too. Um, got me some cupcakes, buddy. I, 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 I got tired of not having nothing to snack on. I mean, I normally don't eat snacks, but I mean, you know, here lately, it's like, you know, I really need a snack or something. Just something to munch on, you know, uh, whenever. And, um... I say, well, I, I can indulge oh, myself. Hold on. Kenny, I don't know if you're stupid or something or ate paint chips as a child, but pointing the damn camera at your wall ain't going to cut it. Mm -mm. What a dummy. It's like, it's like, Steely what Dan you used look to like. I need to see what you look like before I put you up on the stream. It's like what Steely Dan used to sing. Now, when you smile for the camera, I know they're going to love no, you. No, <laughs> this idiot's wearing a fucking mask. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. We're dealing with a five-year-old here. Mm -hmm. No, it's not a mask. He's pointing at an animal. Mm. Uh, stupid ass. Kenny, go fucking hang out in the Pokemon card trading room, you retard. All right, so... Next. <laughs> Am I terrible, Don? I don't know. I, don't I already know. said earlier I'm too tired for a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. There's no sense in it. Like I said, it's 2022. There is no reason. I mean, a, a fucking HD webcam that's got a really nice picture for six fucking dollars. I mean, you know, no, there's no excuse. I'm sorry. There's no fucking excuse. Not in 2022. You want to push that shit back in the early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s? <clears throat> okay, fine. But, th but this ain't early 2000s, okay? This is 2022. We've got cheap technology now that works. You just, I mean, you don't even have to install the fucking software. You just plug some bitch in the back of your computer and it works. It's fucking great. So, I mean, there's no excuse. There is literally no excuse. Not in this day and age. Twenty second century, man. I can't fucking believe it. God damn. Right. Twenty is it twenty first or twenty second? No, twenty first. I'm sorry. Twenty first century. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but that's okay. <clears throat> but yeah, man. I mean, there's no excuse. Sorry. There's no fucking excuse. Not when you can get one for six bucks at Walmart. Ah. Damn it. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. Nose. 
Oh, do you have a ad blocker? On my mobile device? No, I mean on your, uh, whenever you're coming in the chat rooms and all that, do you have an Uh, ad blocker? I may have, I don't know why. Well, there's a a feature on ad blockers that you can use. Like you can right click and uh, get rid of different containers or sections of a website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you ever have some kind of problem or some idiot spamming you or something, you can actually remove the uh, the property where you don't ever have to see that anymore. Mm. Yeah, I I told you to add some words to your uh, your uh, your word uh, your your word filter. Uh, that the trolls like to use. I, I I left it in the, well I left it in the last pre- private chat. I probably it probably isn't there since we redid it. Oh, I removed the private chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, just email me the words and I'll put them in. Yeah, that'll that'll go a long way to getting rid of some of these idiots. Yeah, just send it to my uh, email. Okay. Sounds good. Make sure you put the word, comma, word, comma, word, right. comma. Right. Yep. 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 Yeah, we'll get it. Man, I wish I I wish I could get rid of all these together, but I can't do it. Shit. I do them one one at a time. Rather aggravating. Hmm. Of course, they're by different uh, things. That's why, but still, be nice if I could have had a global, a global delete. I need a global delete. Um, oh no, I don't want to get rid of that one. <laughs> That's from Samsung. I want to hang on to. That. <laughs> uh, hang on to that one. That's from Samsung. All right. All right, man. I think I'm gonna get me some sleep. I'm tired. I'll be opening something later on, though. Okay, bud. I'm yeah, I'll dead. probably I'll about probably crash out myself actually. Um, yeah, play, maybe tired. play some Left for Dead and and crash out. But um, oh. but uh, yeah, man. Uh, no, I, I some told me said get out, get out, get over here and and talk. Somebody's talking about you, so here I am. So <laughs> yeah, Mister Hudzap, he found you interesting. He was listening last broadcast. Okay. All right. See you later, man. All right, man. You have a good one. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.